and welcome back to Insemination, the podcast that is all things donor-conceived. My name is Laura High. That is right. I am your chaotic sperm donor baby of the podcast world, and we are back with part two of Donor-Conceived Hangout with both Alex and Rachel. I am so excited to get to part two. This was such a fun episode to record and film, and again, the vibe of this is I want all donor-conceived people who are listening to this, and if you're not donor-conceived, you still get to join in on this, but especially if you're donor-conceived, I really want you to imagine that this episode was filmed with all of us in the room together, including you. That was the vibe that I was feeling from this. This was the energy that I was feeling, and I really just hope that you can feel that too. Now, before we get to the episode, a little bit of housekeeping. Remember that I am a stand-up comic, and if you want to see me perform stand-up, check out my Instagram. I always post my shows there. Sometimes, sometimes I forget, and I'm realizing as I'm doing this intro, I haven't actually updated. So give me, a, like, a moment, and I'll update my show list. But my show list is also on my website, www.laurahighfive.com. The five is spelled out. I'm already starting to book tour dates for next year, so I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the chance to meet all of you. But I don't want to waste any more of your time. Do the whole liking, reviewing, subscribing thing to the podcast. Y'all know what to do. And let's get to the episode. So, yeah, so we're in the car. And I think this is going to be a lighthearted conversation. I, like, actually, I don't think I anticipated that we were, like, going to open up this can of worms. But I say to my mom, I was like, hey, mom, you were, like in your mid 40s when you had me um (laughs) did you have to use fertility drugs and I had like never asked her this before I guess Mm -hmm. which is like kind of wild because I I was like very precocious very I was Mm -hmm. my parents used to call me a smart Alec and I would say no I'm a smart Alex and I didn't didn't, like I didn't even (laughs) that is really cute yeah I'm a Yeah, which is like the worst. Like I was like that, such a little chick. Like yes. I was just like I'm. You know, I was very precocious. Um, and I okay, that should be the merch. I'm a smart. Alex. I'm not a smart Alec. I'm, I'm a smart, smart Alex. Alex. <laughs> That's my personal brand. Um, that is your brand. Unfortunately, for everyone around that me, that is. is your- <laughs> That's your production. That's your production company, Smart yeah. Alex. Smart yeah. Alex. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah. So we're in the car. I ask her that, and she's like, she she kind of like was doing the thing where you're like trying to pay attention to the road, but like also kind of like look over. Mm. And she's like, yes, of course I did. And I was like, okay. And then she goes, I will never forget this, like verbatim. She goes, any other questions? And I said. I don't know. Should there be? And she pulls the car over because she's about to do car confessional. And she's, I, for those of you who are not watching this on the video feed, I'm going to describe what's going on. Laura and Rachel are like huddled together, like bracing for impact as if I'm about to drive the car that we are in off the cliff. Um, and so, so I said, I don't know. Should there be? She pulls the car over and cu- the car pulls the car over. over, cuts the engine and goes, we've been meaning to tell you this for a while. But you're an egg donor, baby. And I just said, I knew it. And okay, so drink to being called a baby at 18. Yeah. Natrovia. Yeah. Drink to that. I have a drip. Um, and and I I like I it felt like I had been holding my breath subconsciously for years. Mm-hmm. And I like felt color come back to my face. Mm-hmm. And like I exhaled and I was like, oh my God. Because my thought is that. I'm not keeping a. You were keeping a secret. It wasn't me. Fuck you guys. It wasn't me keeping a meme. It's a Spider-Man meme. Yeah, just 
Yeah, we were. We all thought we were like we were all trying to protect each other yeah. by keeping secrets from each other, which like is so insidious. Which is also, I feel like, so so poignant to like what Kerry Washington has mm. recently said in in her book, yeah. where she was like. The, the fact that, um, like, the secret was weighing on our family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once we let go of the secret, Just like, we could finally all unconditionally love each other. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and it was such, it was literally such, I mean, I said, the first thing I said was, I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true. Um, that wasn't what, I, I didn't say that directly to my to my dad when he told me, um, although he did tell me in the car as well. Mm-hmm. But I I felt that it for me, like people were like, weren't you devastated when you found out? I was like, I, I was, was so relieved. validated. Mm-hmm. I was relieved. So relieved. I was like going like I haven't been crazy all these fucking years. Mm-hmm. I was so relieved. I was yeah. relieved. And and I, when as soon as you said the color like I felt like I could exhale, I've honestly like in the same way when um when Rachel had um their moment of like I you, you know like the donors so the, the aren't donor dead. Donors, they're dead. Yeah. I also like I connected with you so hard in that moment because that that verbalized also that sensation that I felt when mm-hmm. I found out was I was able to exhale. Yeah. For mm-hmm. the first time and go. Oh my God, yeah. I haven't been crazy this entire fucking right. time. Right. Right. Yeah. Because like it's to me it felt like every every thing really was like just these tiny little subliminal like gaslighting moments and like yes. they mm-hmm. were. Nothing, I just want to emphasize this, nothing about this was done with poor intentions. Right. And no. it still doesn't change the fact that it was really hard. Of course. The the, the quote I feel like that is so, I, uh, that is so um, apropos mm-hmm. is the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that is something that as a society we're really starting to embrace that your intentions are not in question um, or your intention does not match your impact. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like we can all, mostly, almost everybody in this world, because obviously there there are people who do act with malicious intentions. They, yep. they do exist. But that is few and far between. Most human beings act with good intentions. Mm-hmm. Most human beings do. And what we have now learned in society is you could be acting with the best of intentions, but because you're not thinking fully through something, your impact does not match your intention. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And just because and you you have to apologize for your impact mm. you have to apologize for your impact mm-hmm. because if we just because it comes back to also that i'm so sorry you feel that way right <gasps> which is like the worst thing to be told I, and I like fucking hate that bullshit. i'm really glad I've that i've gotten that a lot in my life it's the most it's, terrible. it's so dismissive it's, and it's minimizing so yeah. and it's like to, no, apologize for what you fucking did. Yeah. Right. And I, take I, responsibility for your actions. I, I got that all the time as yeah. throughout my life um, was, I'm so sorry that you feel that way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bullshit. You did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did it. And I'm like, look, you you don't have to. Um, and I'm like, I'm not calling you a bad person. Right. Mm-hmm. Although I kind of am right now after you said that bullshit <laughs> apology. Yep. Um, but there is a, we're, you aren't going to, I'm like, one, the person who did hurt you, they're like, you as a human being aren't going to learn that that behavior leads to that impact unless you take ownership of the fact that your intention is also, um, there, there are some, there's some holes in your intention. Right. Yeah. Or at least uh, with your tactic. Yeah. Because or or you're being thoughtless. Like that's being, also like mm-hmm. you know that's that's a way that people act too. They act thoughtlessly mm-hmm. and they you know don't think they're the long term effects. Long term effects. Yeah, and that's that's also you know. Anyway, I I totally think that like 
everybody in this situation was acting out of protection to e- yeah. of each other and the impact was you know that that was really tough for me growing up yeah and you and, were lied to you yes. thought you you were at 12 years old studying your baby photos protect with the idea of i'm going to protect my parents because i was switched up protect their peace protect their yeah, peace yeah. and because i have also this subs- actual tangible proof with the blood types you were actively doing that at 12 and that was not a position you should have been put into mm-hmm. i mean i you know uh alex's parents i i you know i'm, I'm we love I, them we support you them. them we, we love, love you guys yeah love, like, they were doing what was best at the time they were doing I think what that's was the best other at the thing time. they did not have but it's also we are telling these stories yep. to give recip- future intended recipient parents and recipient parents who have younger children mm-hmm. or who are maybe struggling with their donor conceived person right now donor conceived uh child adult right now mm-hmm. it is to give them a little bit more tools and understanding yes. that these what your situation is is not unique. No, I've heard unique. so many donor conceived people describe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's and an unfair place to put you as a 100%. child. As a yeah. child, and I, I so I I talked to my parents before I agreed to do this, and because again, like my parents and I are very very close, mm-hmm. and. I didn't want anything that I said on this podcast to be news to them. We have talked about mm-hmm. this ad nauseum. And so it like brought up, you know, my, my mom. I love that you have been able to talk to your parents. Yeah, thank That's goodness. Wonderful. I mean, thank it goodness. really is a testament to like to how strong our relationship is I love that. and how strong, you know, just like our family is. And, and that makes me really happy. And I and so I, what I what I was talking to my mom about is she was like, you know, and like she says this every time we have this conversation. And I think that like partially it's she needs to say it to reassure herself and also she wants to reassure me she's like you know that like this we they did not go into this just kind of like willy-nilly they had their obstetrician they had lawyers um and they had consulted psychologists and who were alleged you know who specialized in this and Mm -hmm. they were told do not tell her she will never find out she doesn't need to know it is going to be damaging to tell her and they did not know like they did not have any information to the contrary. Mm-hmm. Again, this is the right. early, early 90s. 90s. Yeah. Early 90s. It was very common. Um, I mean, I think it was 2010 mm-hmm. was when that switched. I mean, there are still physicians today that tell yeah. recipient parents, you never need to tell them. Because mm-hmm. they're not going to find out. Because they're not going to find quote, quote, right. quote, quote, quote. I'm like, yeah. bullshit. They are. But it is. We know. We, we know. But that was common practice. Yes. Mm-hmm. It really was. Yeah. Yes. And, and I do feel for those recipient parents who were told that. Yeah. yeah. I, I do feel for them because it was like That's that. more the medical industry than it's them. It's totally. Not like 100%. And so what I said to my yeah. mom is, I, I said, like, I, I just want you to understand that you were given advice by people who were looking out for the donor, the doctor, themselves, and you. And the paycheck. And the paycheck. Mm-hmm. And nobody in that whole equation was looking out for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and she, you know, she really heard that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, no, that's exactly what happened. And she, you know, she said that's like a one one regret that I really have in my life. And and they I, I really don't love being like, well, you know, the kind of like what if we could go back and rewrite this because mm. we can't. Like this yeah. is the this is the universe that we live in. And I ultimately am like like I am very grateful to be here. I love my parents more I than want anything. I drink because you said that. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and and yeah, I Yeah, we, we should have brought the alcohol down. Um I, I just feel abundantly grateful like for, for my life and, and everything in it. That was another shot right there. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um but I yeah I just like I don't like to think about if things could have been different. And she was like, I don't know that, like, you know, you would have gotten as much from knowing your biological parent from a young age 
as you do knowing her from an, as an adult. And I said, I also don't know that, but I didn't get the opportunity to find out. And that's really... Mm. And that's an unfair... I'm like, yeah, it... it, it, it that's was, not her call to make. No, it isn't. That that should have been your My call. call. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, so so going back to the to the kind of narrative of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we go home, um, you know, tense car ride home. And I'm just like, I was like, I think I was like just heavy breathing, just being like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go home and my mom just goes into the house and goes, Kev, I told her. Like, didn't even need to say what it was. Um, he just. He told me this, but every oh, time I said I'm my dad's so name. Shocked. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. We have to, we have to, we have to redo this. We have Sorry. to redo this. Um, okay, so, so my my mom and I go back to my house, and she just pops into the door and goes, you know, to my dad's name. I told her, and and it, they didn't even need to say what they were telling. Um, and apparently, I mean, like, so it must have been weighing on their minds too. Like, I think that this oh, was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, you know, I think that this was like, like an undercurrent. Secret hurt. It doesn't just hurt the donor conceived person; it also hurts the recipient parents because yeah. they live in fear for their entire lives. That right, must like, be terrifying as a parent too. Yeah. And this was like a family because where they're also thinking about it as if if the child finds out, then I'm a bad parent. Then I'm a, well, and I, they're no longer going to love me. Yeah. Right. Ooh, right. Right. Yeah. That's like the big fear, That's right? Is that fear. like if they yeah. find out if we're yeah. not genetically related, then they're not obligated to like. <laughs> Which again totally breaks or, down. I mean, it, it, it's like it, it's you really can like the the more you ask questions, the more you realize, oh, this entire thing is built on a house of cards. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I so, love it here. <laughs> yeah. It's very drafty. Yeah. <laughs> in this house of cards. Um. So so you know my my dad was like, do you have any questions? And I asked, does my sister know? And they said no, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um. And then. I also asked how many tries it took, and my my parents told me that it worked on the first try. And I had been literally like in the same like unit that I'm that I <laughs> asked about this for. I'm studying the statistics of um, people at my mom's age, which again is mid forties. The time period, which is the early nineties, with donor eggs, the odds of having a live birth via egg donation and it was something like one in a hundred thousand i don't know if the statistics have changed since then Mm -hmm, but that's mm -hmm. the one that i remember seeing and i was just like wow the odds were so infinitesimally small and it really it worked on the first try which is absolutely wild Mm -hmm. um and they had i think an amount of money that they could spend on this and they Mm -hmm. you know didn't have to spend it all thankfully Mm -hmm. um but yeah so they you know it was just like a very like a very weird night I don't really remember what we did but I had therapy the next day and I went would you mind sharing what your dad's reaction was when you shared that statistic did you tell your dad that statistic I think well I said oh my god dad I'm so sorry Um, I said I was like um how many tries did it take I remember what you were gonna say I said how many tries did it take and he said one and he looks at me smugly and he goes strong sperm and I was like Sorry. That's also the joy of donor conception is you know way too much about your parents' <laughs> like Stop. bodily horrifying, horrifying, um, but very funny. Like you know, looking back, I'm like, oh well, that's very funny. Dad. Yeah, you know, like more as adults. Now, I know, and, like, and, and my parents are my parents are both exceptionally funny people. Yeah. So like the whole thing was kind of slapstick. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I go to therapy the next morning. Um, I'm just like in therapy because I'm an 18 year old existing in the world, of and um, and I was like, you will never get I had the weirdest night last night. You'll never guess what happened. And I told her the story because like I don't think I understood the impact that it would have on my no. life like right away. Mm. Um, because also. I don't know anybody I at this point. I didn't understand the impact for 15 years fully. Mm. Yeah. Not for 15 years yep. when, when I was able to fully understand it. Mm-hmm. And and like at this point in my life, I don't know any other donor conceived people. Mm-hmm. And, no. and so I, I like tell my therapist what happened and she's like, 
we're gonna have to put a like a bookmark in this because like this is outside of my skill set to deal like she's like I need to talk to somebody who has more expertise and stuff like this Mm -hmm. I don't want to mess this up for you and so I really respect her for doing that shout out Molly um (laughs) hi Molly thank you (laughs) this was this was you know my my, Mm however 12 years ago therapist good job molly yeah and and ultimately you know like she helped me work through it a lot um but i think like the thing that we ended up talking about is how the information of being donor conceived was not shocking to me obviously and it was to me it was like less kind of horrifying than the idea of being switched at birth which to me felt a lot scarier yeah um because so, that's random. Right. And so this was, it was a relief. But the thing that like really stuck with me was my parents had always been like, we are your safe space. You can trust us. We are not a house where we have secrets. Like we are a door open house. We mm-hmm. are, you know, like there were never any secrets growing up, et cetera, mm-hmm. except for this one. Except for that. Except big for one. Big one. That's mm-hmm. a big fucking secret. Yeah. yeah. And so to me, it wasn't the... The inf- the information that my my mom and I aren't biologically related is like so so irrelevant compared to the fact that this was concealed from me by both that yeah. my parents concealed both of yeah, this yeah, yeah. both of them concealed this from me for eighteen years yeah. and they were you know when when we had it out kind of when we had these conversations when I was eighteen they were like you have to understand that we were doing the best with the information that we had at the time and I said I don't fault you for that the thing that I that I have a really hard time accepting is that you've known me for eighteen years I have asked you so many times why don't I look like you who do I look like because I I was I like Mm -hmm. I said I am professionally like a scientific researcher a data analyst and like so that is kind of the the brain that I have I always want and my dad's an a reporter by by training and he always taught me the best thing to be is insatiably curious Mm -hmm. and I was and so I asked a lot of questions growing up and they would deflect with like straight up incorrect information Mm -hmm. and every looking back and having to audit the narrative of my life and think about every time that my mom told me that like my eyes were from her parents Mm -hmm. I'm like those, mm-hmm. These like little lies just kept accumulating, and I was just like, "You could have just said nothing. Like you could have said something else, or like mm-hmm. something that could have at least have been conceivably true." Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that part was was a challenge for me. And it's been twelve years since we went through this. We have hashed it out when I was eighteen, and then we also, you know, more recently have have talked about it. And I think we have come to a place where where they know how I feel about it they've accepted responsibility Mm -hmm. and like I feel really heard by them and again like shout out to my parents what a gift that is Mm -hmm. and I think that that's really like for me was the only way that I could move forward with my life because it's such a big part of your identity and and it was really hard for me as an 18 year old to weave the donor conceived component of my identity Mm -hmm. into something that I felt was like much more fully formed so I had a hard time talking to friends who I had known for a really long time about it, but had no problem telling strangers about it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I went back into my this class where I didn't know anybody, and I was like, you guys will never believe the weekend that I had. This is crazy bananas. Um, and told them all about it. But, like, when I had to talk to my two best friends from growing up about it, I was like, I, like how do I even tell them this information? Because they've, like, met your mom, probably. I mean, they were, like, raised in my house with me, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, and so it, I think that part is also really tough, like, having to, like – weave kind of like back weave that that part of your narrative into Mm. your life and it's yeah it's such a critical part of your identity and at least it is for me I mean I remember making up excuses as to why I didn't look like my dad Mm -hmm. 
And I would say, well, I look just like my mom, but I get my personality from my dad. And I remember mm. trying to justify it because I knew something was off. Right. When you were a child. When I was a child. Yeah. yeah. I was trying. I knew something was off. And so I was much trying to- child protecting their parents in this situation. Yes. And it, and it, and it, it just it goes to show you that it's like. The key, and again, there are some donor conceived people who are genuinely shocked, and I don't right. want to yeah. like take away from them. Oh no! But there are, I I would say the the amount of donor conceived people who I know who are genuinely know something was wrong, mm-hmm. something was off, yeah, and who were actively trying to puzzle it the fuck together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it just really to me adds to the point of like. It should never be a surprise. There should never be a time when your child was told mm-hmm. this should always be part of your child's story. Yep. Yeah. Always. Like, I think about the way that I talk about my sister having a different dad mm-hmm. and coming from a, I don't remember. Like, people are like, oh, when did you find that out about your sister? I'm like, it's just always been a fact. And, like, yeah. that's highly pr- – I don't remember that being told <clears throat> to me. And that's how I – and when people ask me – I have a, a half-sister as well from my mm-hmm. dad's first marriage as well. And I same thing. I don't remember when that was ever told to me. It was just always – the yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. The thing. And so when people ask me, like, well, what age would you have wanted to know? I, I, I say before I could conceptualize what it really meant. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's age appropriate ways to talk to kids about this. There's too. so many children's books that are now available that were not available like when we were kids. Oh, I wish yeah. we had children's books oh like God, that. I know, right. But I do think that but there, there are so many that do exist now. Mm-hmm. Yes. They, they are. They're everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. there's some that use and it, it really depends. Like I, very age appropriate books. There are some books that use very, I would say, clinical terms mm-hmm. um like they sperm egg and then mm-hmm. there are some that use i would say more fluffy like euphemistic you, you, yes yeah words so it really depends and i think that those books are great not just for the child but also for the parent because it really helps you find your language mm-hmm. and it can put it in it's sort of like it, it's in it's essentially like it create it, it's a car environment it makes a nice little safe environment to yeah. talk about it yeah mm-hmm. um do you need help finding your biological parents Whether you're donor-conceived, adopted, or an NPE, please contact DNA Angels. DNA Angels is a nonprofit team of genetic genealogists that help you identify your biological parents. And this group is run by donor-conceived people, adoptees, and NPEs, so they will emotionally have your back during this process. DNA Angels has identified almost 5,000 biological parents since 2019 using test results from Ancestry DNA. And they are a nonprofit because they believe that your financial situation should not stop you from identifying your family. If you are searching to identify and possibly connect with your biological donor or missing parent, please reach out to dnangels.org. Must be at least 14 to apply, have tested at Ancestry, and presumed parents born in the United States of America. Would you feel comfortable telling us how you found your the genetic parent bio mom? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so my parents supported me doing 23andMe. In, Love it. Yes. Yeah, they were always really supportive of that. Um, in 2011 is when I tested. And so, again, That's first, early. Very early. That's early very adopter. early. Mm-hmm. Yes, super early. Um, and I think I got on Ancestry when, in 2014, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I knew that there were two databases. So I tested on 23andMe. There was very few people on there at the time. Mm-hmm. I think I got a couple of second cousin matches. And By the way, everyone always asks this question. Mm-hmm. Um, what, which what, is better? Which is better. <laughs> Ancestry has the larger database. It's oh, true. it does? It has a larger yeah. database. And specifically, if you need to work 
work with like a genetic PI, like DNA angels, you need to take Ancestry. Mm-hmm. Um, Do they give you like a downloadable file? Yes. yes. I mean, you Got can download it. the raw data and like upload it to a bunch of different sites. Mm. But if your goal is to find as many siblings as possible, then yes, you want to take Ancestry and 23andMe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with 23andMe, and this is always the thing that I say, um, because people take 23andMe to be like, I'm going to do that to download, to get health information. It is not a medical grade test. If you need health information, you go have to, a to genetic go counselor. Seek, you got to go seek a genetic counselor. So take both mm-hmm. if you're actively like, I need to find siblings. Because there's a lot of times where siblings are on one and not the other. That is what happened to us. Yeah. Where yes. I told you I had the half half and I had to pull everyone together and exactly. be like, hello. <laughs> no, it, absolutely. Like yeah. I have some siblings on 23andMe, mm-hmm. and then I have other relatives on Ancestry. Yeah, uh, you got a bridge. You got a bridge. I'm the bridge. Uh, and a lot of pods have that. They have like a couple siblings on one and a couple siblings on the yeah. other to make sure that they can catch everybody. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. we got our bases all covered. <laughs> I have to do my heritage. That's the one. That's I, what I need to do too. I have we to were going to remind each we other. Were gonna, this is us reminding this each other. This is us reminding each other. Good job. Yes. I think you can up. You can upload. Yeah, to yeah. we can That's download. What you were That's we can what I download did. the raw data from yeah. from the other ones and upload it onto my. That's heritage. what we gotta do, That's and now we're holding each other accountable. Good job. We're gonna do that. <laughs> okay. All right. This All week. Right. This week. Perfect. Sure. This week. before the podcast comes out. Before the podcast. Comes out. That's it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. Story. All right. Accountability Story. buddies. Accountability so, buddies. Yeah. So yeah. So my parents, my parents uh, supported me doing those mm-hmm. in 2011 and 2014. I had a couple of cousin matches. I had just been always been on there and just kind of like lurking and you know you get the new Mm -hmm. dna relatives emails emails every once in a while Mm -hmm. and i would just always check i matched with a first cousin on my dad's side which was in hindsight a relief because we all know that just because they say that they use genetic material from one person it doesn't mean that they did fertility fraud situation is yes it's Mm -hmm. disgusting and really reprehensible and i'm so glad that that didn't happen to my family um yeah yeah, thank goodness and (laughs) well we know we know that that didn't happen to me at least retroactively i don't know i don't i'm not a doctor i i don't as far as i'm aware i don't think they can retroactively not yet. Anyway, <laughs> not yet. Genet- reverse genetically engineer. Yeah. So, so I um had just been on there, just you know, lurking, and I I'd always thought like I really want to find this person, mm-hmm. the you know genetic parent, and I had always thought that I would have to hire a PI, mm-hmm. um, and I always thought that I would I would want to do that to really pursue that after my parents were gone because I didn't. I I just like didn't it felt icky you know like Mm -hmm. something about it just didn't feel great to hire somebody to like find a parent when I have two parents Mm -hmm. and you know I can unpack that in therapy later again (laughs) and I just want to throw out to throw this out there because I again recently got a comment that said this donor can see people you it is valid to want to find the donor the genetic parent that is valid totally valid you are a lot that is 100% okay I don't give a shit Yes. What other society people or what anyone else ever tells you. That is wanting to know who your biological parent is is beyond a normal want. It's that like a basic human right. It should that be a basic human right. The UN, I thought it was. The UN oh, believes yeah. I don't have everyone, basic human rights. The, the UN believes that everyone has the right to know who their biological parents are. Mm-hmm. You have every right. Do not, do not fucking let... Mm-hmm. anybody tell you that you are not allowed to mm-hmm. and that you shouldn't um my favorite excuse is people are like well you're not allowed to because of the contract i didn't fucking i didn't sign a contract <laughs> show me my signature on the fucking contract i didn't even show have hands my parents didn't even have a contract you didn't even have 
Not, no, not. I, I wouldn't have had we weren't even, I wasn't born yet. We didn't even. It's like we weren't even like multicellular petri. embryos. Yeah. Like we were not. How could we have signed anything you, when you we were a single cell organism? My parents signed a contract. Yes. I didn't sign a contract. Mm-hmm. They agreed not to. You know, this was look for the donor. donor. I didn't fucking agree. I, I have every right to do this. Yeah, yeah. I Fuck agreed you. to. I yeah. agreed to literally no, no part of this. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so I, I like, I yeah. Again, like societally, and also just like internally, I was just like, oh, it feels icky, and like, I, you know, and if that's how you feel, that's also how you feel. Like, you also, don't need to. Yeah. If you have no interest in looking for your donor, that is also wonderful and yeah. peaceful. Yeah, and it's all fine. But I just want to make sure that, yes. like, if you want to, <laughs> mm-hmm. you, 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 you have permission to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And yes, you, exactly. I, if you need to hear this from, <laughs> from, the, DCP, from, the, from the DCP elders. From, from the DCP, <laughs> which I'm like, I'm sorry that we're your fucking elders. I'm really sorry. <laughs> this but, ragtag group of misfit toys. <laughs> but <laughs> the elders do declare. Well, and again, you have an egg donor Donor, double donor conceived sperm donor that all put our rubber stamp on you're yeah. valid valid yes valid your wants and needs are valid your yeah. wants and needs are valid yes Go. so so um i had all these like second cousins mm-hmm. and i again science research background i was like I, I don't know i could probably like figure this out but it would take a lot of effort and a lot of digging and a lot of money and the and I just, like, kind of was bopping along through life, just being, like, I wonder if I'm going to see someone on the street one day that looks like me. Yep. Um, and... Every time I see somebody who is Ashkenazi, I'm always just, like... <laughs> Hello. Hello. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just had a guest on who's Ashkenazi, and I'm, like, just out of curiosity. Because you wanted we, to make sure you weren't related. Well, because we actually, like, we could... Yeah. We could pass. And I just was like, you, you took a DNA test, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 of course. I'm like, okay, just want to make sure. Just want to make sure that we're not accidental sure. cousins. Yeah. Um, it's, or, or siblings. Or siblings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was just like, uh, you, you, I'm like, we easily could pass her family. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, yeah, and it's a lot of Ashkenazi yeah. too. Um, <laughs> I mean, if I saw you on the, on the, I would, I would immediately go like, Possible. 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 I, I, yes. And I obviously have taken both, both DNA tests. So we're not, we're not siblings. Um, but yeah, so, so it wasn't until it was early 2022. So that's last year. Um, I got one of those things that it's like, you have new DNA relatives from 23 and me. And it was like, this person wants to connect with you. And I was like, that's so weird. That person has the same last name as like my cousin's husband, but like we wouldn't be related. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and I was like, I wonder if it's like, you know, my cousin's husband, like, if they, if they like, I'm, it's so strange. This and is so, so funny. Uh-huh. I know. So I opened the email. And by the way, my parents, <clears throat> this is like early 2022, like peak Omicron. So yes. we're, we're in, we're in the COVID time machine and yep. I have not been going out. I'm like not doing much of anything. My roommate got Omicron. <gasps> yeah. 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 I did. That was a bad moment. Ooh, that was rough. Yeah. So we were delivering a lot of PB and J's to, to his room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, things are not going great. I would say yeah. like it was the, January. It was January. January. Like, yeah. And it's not things topically are just like not good. And yeah. it's just like, you I know, mean, we weren't traumatized as a globe. Yeah. From that. I don't know. what. You're and like, I, I am, you know, somebody who was very COVID cautious and, was not going out a lot. I was seeing my parents, and so, like, I was not seeing anybody else at that time. Yeah. And my parents were visiting me from the East Coast in San Francisco. They were in my house at the time. And I get this email, and I'm, like, getting ready to go to work. log on to work. Um, it's, like, 8.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. and I open it, and it says, predicted genetic relationship, half-sibling. <gasps> and I... It was the opposite experience of when my parents told me that I was donor conceived, where I felt like the blood rush. Was rushed. this you? Yeah. When <laughs> That's I, why I'm bouncing. I'm like, when it's I, me. So like the same, like when I felt like the color returned. The Taylor Swift, I'm the problem. I'm it's the me. problem, it's me. Yeah. yeah. So like the experience that I had when my parents told me that I was donor conceived and had the blood rush back into my fe- face, I felt 
all of the blood drain from my body. Oh. And it wasn't like, it wasn't Look like. what you did. I'm sorry. It wasn't like a bad thing, but I I just like, it was so yeah, yeah. surprising. Yeah. When you so say that, surprising. sibling season though. Oh, it was oh, sibling it was season. Sibling season. And sibling season is upon us. It yeah. is. Happy a very season. merry sibling uh, season to all who celebrate. Yes. <laughs> and to all a good fucking night. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Uh, yeah may, <laughs> may your sibling season be um, and uneventful. Whatever uh-huh. you want. Yeah, whatever you to, need. Yeah, whatever yeah. you want it to be, I hope that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, or very eventful. Yeah, um, yeah. so eventful, non-eventful, whatever, is, whatever is it you're kind of looking for. Yeah, I'm yeah. hoping for uneventful this year. <laughs> yeah, um, but so so I'm like literally sitting across the breakfast table from my parents, and I was like, I need to go into my room really quickly <laughs> for a meeting, um, and I go into my oh, room. They probably thought you were doing drugs. Eight in the morning. It was a Friday. It was a Friday morning. I'm sorry, but if somebody randomly was like, I need to go to my room right now, like I would assume maybe it's because I'm a stand-up comic. I'd be like, oh, they're doing coke. Oh, yeah. no, that's I what think... I would immediately go, like, oh, that's a drugs. Absolutely. No, no, that's not what I was doing. I was <laughs> She was writing me a very lovely I was message. writing Yes, yes. Like I said, I'm a very verbose writer. Yeah. And I wanted to tread carefully because I did you not didn't know what I knew. I didn't know what Rachel knew. I yeah. was like, oh my God, what if this is like what if this is their car moment where yeah. they find out? Yes. You yeah. know, I've you, had to do you've that. I, yeah. I've written one of those where I was like, I, I think how I phrased it and what, what I believe is the standard, mm-hmm. I believe is, um, I, I think there's two two places where you can go like, hey, it seems like we've been matched as half siblings. If you would like to talk more on this, I'm open. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one one version I've heard. The other one is if you wanted to be a little bit more a, a, a little bit more forward is you go, like, hey, we've been matched as half siblings. Um, I'm a sperm egg double donor conceived person yep. um if you would like to talk more on this i'm i'm here mm-hmm. um so it, it but it's it's not to you 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 basically just don't go you're donor conceived well now. right because yeah. i also didn't know yeah. if yeah. rachel was like our genetic parents raised yeah, child i didn't yes. know that for you either right and so i was yeah. like who the hell are you you, you have <laughs> to tread carefully because you, you you don't know what they know and you might be the one delivering the news so it has to be handled carefully yeah which is where like you have to unfortunately you you need to tread carefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I said to Rachel, "Hi, like, I know why I we're the message. I was I, I was literally like, I know why we're related, but I was I yeah. said like, I was conceived via egg donation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know why we matched, but this is what I know. Mm-hmm. And Rachel messaged me back immediately. And was, I was sitting in the car. Yeah, car I was tr- I was alone. <laughs> what do you mean? I was like, I remember because I got Again, the we message. Again, we have a theme of cars. The here. theme is cars. That's a new Which title. is ironic because I cars. hate driving. I grew up here. I live in <laughs> I live in San Francisco and I'm like, I hate driving. Yeah, no, I was at work. I pulled into the hotel that I was going to that day. I pulled in. I opened up my phone. I had the 23andMe notification where it's like, your DNA results are ready. And my heart went blah, 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 blah. and I was like, I have to open that, this. You should get checked if your heart's doing that. <laughs> well, that's not a noise I've ever associated. I kind of wasn't doing that. Just, oh. <laughs> you know what it was? I was I'm just shut saying, up. We don't have medical information. I just, I'm like, look, we need to be careful with that shit, okay? Yeah, yeah. We we don't take risks as no, DCP. We really no, don't. we don't. But and, no, yeah, and it was so, one of those things. So we start messaging back and forth, and like I find out that Rachel has a twin brother mm-hmm. that is also my half-brother, mm-hmm. and that we have some like a couple of random mutual friends because we didn't grow up that like I grew up in New York City. New York. And, and I grew up two upstate. hours upstate. Um, we have very random mutual friends. Super random. Which I thought was Love hilarious. That. Yeah. We were like, we need to connect on Facebook. We're like, yeah. we need to see who we know, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, 
how do we know these people? Yeah, exactly. And totally, totally, totally so random. It's like small world, first of all. Small yeah, world. small yeah. world. Um, and and then we just like, you know, like I said, it was peak Omicron. It was dark. It was winter. We're both on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Our families are on the East Coast. And we got and to chit. And we're both chit- a bunch of nerds. Yeah, super nerds. We, were, we got to chit-chat. And then Rachel was like, so oh, do you want to like. DCP are nerds. That's a, that's a common theme. Yeah. I get. We're ner- like, we, we all kind of nerd out a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. super nerds. I don't know why, but it's just like, it's it's, it's a common theme whenever I sit down with other can see people. It's because we all like of our things. biological parents are doctors. Yeah. I'm so sorry. We're all very, we are coming, again, eugenics, we are coming from very smart genes. Yeah, it's... Generally, yeah. I blame both of my parents. I I would say the quote-unquote, yeah. Yeah. The the quote-unquote, we come from, yeah, the conventional, we come from the eugenics genes, but yeah, Mm -hmm. we are, the the majority of us who, yeah, we're all nerds. Yeah. Genes. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So... Anyway, so so we got to talking... Oh, that's gonna sit with me. I'm I'm sorry, do you want a hug? Okay. (laughs) We'll just let Laura simmer. I'm sitting in my filios, okay? I'm in filios filios today. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Well, I I, I feel the full full Cheerio of the filio. While you mentally process that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, So we got to talking, and and we were just chit-chatting one night, and Rachel was like, do you want a video chat? And I was like, yeah. Like, It's so cool to be able to see this person that's related to you move and speak. I wanted to, like, see your voice. Yeah. You know what I mean. I wanted to, like, hear you talk and, like, look at your facial features. Yeah, and, and like, see how you move. Yeah, and, like, what do we have that's similar? Yeah. we have that's different i'm like i want to like pick out the different pieces well because you specifically Mm -hmm. you you met rachel before you met your biological parents did you i didn't meet you in person but we we had video chatted rachel you met alex before oh yeah yeah so this is your alex was my first genetic sibling meet so this is the first time besides your twin brother yeah this is the first time you're genetic mirroring yes so I can understand why, for you, this is extraordinarily impactful. Yeah. 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 It was cool. So we're talking one night. Again, peak Omicron. I'm not yeah. going anywhere. I was training for a half Ironman. Um, so I was, like, doing mm-hmm. much of nothing besides just, like, you know, running my body into the ground. And um, Rachel was like, oh, did I ever show you the piece of paper <gasps> that I have about... I forgot the paper. It's okay, I was going to bring okay. it today. I'm so um, sorry. <laughs> I realized <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah. Um, but Rachel was like, have I ever showed you a piece of paper with information about our genetic parent and I was like no you definitely haven't shown that to me I would for sure remember that and they like go back into a storage bin in their house in Oregon and like pull out this piece of notebook paper like from a spiral notebook looking thing Mm -hmm. like you know it's perforated yeah it's like a perforated (laughs) my mom takes notes and then yeah 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 I've seen the photo of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same it, paper. It, it looks like something like it, it looks like notes that I would have made yeah. like a gro- in high school. It looks yeah. like a grocery list. And yeah. and so <laughs> of it's just features. Yeah. <laughs> Again, eugenics. Yeah. yeah. And and it and it looks like it was done with with haste and they like had to oh, run to very, yeah. I told you like the whole story where it was like they got the call, they got the notes, they ran down to New York to get the egg. Right. That was it. Right. It was like boom boom boom. And and so I quick before it's out of sale. Literally, they're like quick before it goes bad. Yeah, before it's before the best buy date has expired. Like uh, what? Wow. Um, what? Yeah. So so I'm looking at this information, and I said to myself, I think that's enough information that I can find her. Um, what was on the piece of paper? Yeah, just to share with everyone without like giving away personal yeah. information. Yeah. So it was some, just so that they can have an idea. Yeah. yeah some basic features. So and, and this is to preface. So my par- I'm two years older than Rachel. Yep. Um, my parents only knew that this person like somewhat closely resembled my mom and wanted the money to buy a piano. And once my mom knew that 
she wanted the money to buy a piano for whatever reason that like really spoke to my mother and she was like that's it that's her that's our person that's cute which is really sweet yeah i think okay. it's adorable i find it very interesting to it's always funny. learn the what was bought I know it's funny. I, I was like um, bartered for a piano in you, a way. You were a piano, okay? Yeah, were right. we safety? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were. You were. Uh... We were safety in a more expensive apartment with a doorman, so she didn't get mugged. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, All right. I think rent. You were. You were rent. I mean, I basically, rent. rent. You were rent. I always. I. I. Oh, that should be. That should be the merch. Is like, what were we? A piano. Rent. Spring break, rent, a new car, a new car, books, student loans, books, yeah. designer bags, yeah. designer bags. <laughs> I know it's you were. I haven't heard piano yet. Yeah, was it yeah. like what kind of piano? Like, I don't know. We'd have to ask her. Are we talking about like a Steinway? No, 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 no. So she. So the story that she told us is that. And spoiler alert: we did meet her. Yeah. Um, and get the whole story. Yeah. Um, in case anybody was waiting for that spoiler. I mean, are we an upright, a baby grand. I just. I, I like, know, I right? Know. We have to ask her. Yeah. So I, my understanding from the story that she told is that she wanted to support herself through grad school mm-hmm. by teaching piano lessons. Um, and okay. so she, but she didn't have like the startup money to buy the piano. So this was the startup money to buy the piano. So I can't imagine that it was like, you know, in her student apartment. Like a that giant it was like sideway. A grand piano. But yeah. I'm, okay, so yeah. like we got like a, an, an upright yeah. Yeah. Yamaha or something. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so so I'm looking at this. It's um, basic, like features. It said it's, like her age. It said it, her age. It, it said, said stuff that's like really unique, I think. I only yeah. know because I looked at it last Didn't night. Didn't it say like she was like left-handed or right-handed? It said that she was, I might have said left-handed, that she was left. Right? Yeah, she's yeah. left-handed. Um, it said where she went to school. Undergrad. And it also, the critical piece of information for mm-hmm. me was that it said what program she was in yeah. at the, and I'm not going to say the school name. Of course. But I, it said what program she was in at the school. And it said what age she was. And it said what age she was. Yeah. And, oh, that is 100% enough information. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're not good at this. Right. And, right. and you're good at this. Yes. And yeah. what was the the your favorite search engine to find people? <laughs> LinkedIn.com. <laughs> LinkedIn. For not sponsored. Of, that's how you. Not sponsored. For all of our donor conceived people out there, LinkedIn. You can find a lot on LinkedIn. Yeah, you can learn a lot. Find it a is lot. great. It so is. yeah. It also had some very like esoteric information on it. So we learned that she plays a very unique instrument. She, um. Is likes it, reading. You likes, know, she's yeah, very voracious into reading reader. Music. She's like, a trained ballet dancer. Yeah. She does aerobics, like mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then it was like stuff about the family, you know, yeah. like mom history, dad history, like, things yeah. you should know, like from the genetic parents. Yeah, yeah, and like her her parents also were like highly educated people and like yeah. had a certain profession that was pretty unique. Yeah. Um. And so, so with that information, I was like, oh, I think that's enough. And one night, I just decided I was like. Cracks knuckles. <laughs> can you do that into the microphone? That. Trigger warning. No, you can. You can edit that sound out. That's gross. <laughs> no, I love it. I love the sound crack. I'm like, can you do that I mean, into the microphone? I, I loved it for the comedic effect, but I'm just like, oh, tr- trigger warning for anyone who hates that fucking noise. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. I know you hate that noise. Um, so I said, I think I, I tonight's the night. Like again, mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything. I'm not mm-hmm. seeing anybody. I'm trying to stay healthy, leading up to me. I have Iron Man. Um, and I just said, I think my best bet is LinkedIn, and I'm going to. To go on LinkedIn and look at every person who was who lists their education in. Yeah, you need to volunteer for DNA Angels. Well, there's a follow up. There's a follow after this. There's a follow up story that I didn't get to tell you guys. Yeah. Okay. So sorry. I keep interrupting you. Keep going. Yeah. (laughs) So, so I get on LinkedIn. I I look at everybody who was at this place in the 90s and because we knew that she was a student in 91 and 93 Mm -hmm. because those are the years that we were conceived. Yep. And 
I just start clicking through. I like start looking at every person who has a name that is either a name that I associate with women or that is couldn't be determined. Mm-hmm. And every everybody who has a picture, I'm looking. Obviously, I'm I'm white, so I'm looking for white, white women people. Yeah. or people who don't have pictures. And so I'm just like clicking through and like doing process of elimination. So we knew her undergrad, um, and we knew the approximate dates that mm-hmm. she could be. And so I'm going through and eliminating people who like that could not be them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and keeping open tabs of like people's profiles where mm-hmm. I'm like it's a possibility. Um, and. I was probably like at least a hundred profiles into this. Like it, she was not at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and I click on her profile. She does not have a picture at this time. And I look at the education. I'm like, Oh, that is the correct undergrad, but these are big schools. So yeah. it's, you know, whatever the dates don't line up perfectly, but like they're pretty close. Yeah. And, I was like, okay, I'm just going to, she has her own business. I'm going to Google her. And I Google her, her business website pops up and I click on it and it's a big photo of her. And you know how similar she and I look. You look, I, I saw it mm-hmm. and my was just like, yo, genetics are yeah. strong. Right? Like, yo. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yo. It's, it's striking. This was like, I, I felt, she was in denial. I, I felt like I contact genetic mirrored. <laughs> no. Like it was, it was so hard. Like, no, no, you, it's so funny. She was in denial for so so it wasn't it wasn't sending me it, it wasn't like even like a being hard. it wasn't even a being in denial it was like i need to the it felt re- like a really weighty thing right yeah. like it's the same thing as like telling my parents that i was switched that i thought i was switched at birth mm-hmm. it felt like such a weighty assertion to, be like, to make i think you are my genetic parent and so i was yeah. like i get I, it but it was still like <laughs> i know <it> was. <laughs> i had i had like so i had rachel on this journey with me and this mm-hmm. was by the way the first time in my whole life that i have had someone on this journey with me so that's really special. I know. I know. I just I feel bad because I've always had a twin. And so I'm like, I felt like I was never alone. I mean, did he care as much as I do? Not really. But I'm like, at least I had someone to be like, this fucking sucks. But you but I I, I would say and, 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 and like, you know, Ben, we fully support you and everything. We obviously support my we, brother, we, we, whatever we support he wants. Ben. But yeah. we also, but you you had a sibling now who for lack of better terms, hyperfixated. Yeah, we both hyperfixated at the exact same time. On this and yeah. cared. Yeah. And this was something because donor can see people. It really is like either what I have found is there's very few people in the middle. Mm-hmm. Usually you're like I don't. I'm We're not all in or nothing. This. It's all in or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I and whatever it is, yeah. very few in the middle. So I totally the fact that you both could find somebody who mm-hmm. like was like no i'm gonna fucking deep dive yeah 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 and i was also like i'm gonna i'm gonna like be the the ringleader of this like i accept mm-hmm. the responsibility i was so tired because when i got you i also got my other siblings yeah and I'm so like, rachel's dealing with both sides of this and i'm like i i will t- i will carry the torch and I it was something it. that i really wanted to you do have also. siblings coming in from egg and yeah, yeah and i was like hello everybody <laughs> stop <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember you saying and like two wow different that, vibes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very different. Yeah, and you were saying like this is this is overwhelming. Like I remember yeah. when you when you first messaged me back, you were like, Oh my god, this is so overwhelming. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I can't even imagine. Because yeah. I'm only getting one at a time. Yeah. And like we know that egg pods tend to be smaller than yeah. sperm yeah. pods just because of the nature of the beast. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um but yeah, so I I open her website and it was again, I like keep having the these moments, these moments where like my like I can like feel color either coming back or leaving my body. Yeah. But it was one of those moments where I was just like I was the it, it was flabbergasted. It was, no, I mean yeah. it was twin. Yeah, because I've I've seen the picture. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. fucking twin. Yeah, yeah. She like her hair color. I think like has like a little bit more gray in it. Yeah, but, but that was barely. Yeah, barely. Yeah, like barely, and it looks fabulous. It looks great. But it looks fabulous. Yeah. Uh, like love you, Morgan. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but it was. It, it was. Ex- 
it's it's startling. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. yeah, and and I've heard the term genetic bewilderment used a lot, and mm-hmm. I would I would say that like bewilderment really is the closest thing that like described seeing her for the first time yeah. on a computer screen. I was just mm-hmm. like, I was like jaw hanging open, and but but there were a couple of things that gave me pause. So there were there's of course inconsistencies between like the donor profile which is this hand scrawled piece of paper uh-huh. and the the reality of this person yeah. um which happens all the time even in banks that are really well organized this was not a this was not a bank this was like very early on there was mm-hmm. there was not the same level of organization that there is now yeah. um and they so, really throw a lot of they really shine that shit real real well yeah, yeah, yeah i know yeah. right this was not yeah this was this was like so early on mm-hmm. in the process of egg donation and I'm I'm like oh I wonder and this was like before I even sent it to you I did oh, some good, of my yeah. I did some of my own recognizance yeah and I was like I wonder if she has a bio page mm-hmm. and so there is a she does have a bio and so I'm reading it's like mm-hmm. you know doctor so and so doctor <laughs> doctor Morgan um is you know was trained at this place and like all this stuff and I'm like okay those yeah check 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 the the specific program mm-hmm. matches mm-hmm. and then there's a fun facts about Morgan mm. section and I was like oh yeah hell yeah jackpot and one of the fun facts was that and the instrument is so specific that I don't even want to say it because I'm scared no, that is. we're going to be able yeah. to identify it's her. a very specific instrument yeah. it's a very like this this isn't your it's not a piano no. it's not piano it's, it's not, not violin it's not guitar yeah um so it was this doctor you know dr morgan plays this specific instrument mm-hmm. and i was just like what are the odds that a woman was getting this degree in these yeah. years it's mm-hmm. also like women in stem oh, yeah. have come and along has were, come along and there were more things on that on the I was gonna say, and on the website like uh it was the left-handed was everything like, matched like everything. dancing yes. like yeah French, all of, yeah like, for the, yeah all basically everything that was on that paper was on her fun facts yeah and she yeah. sent me that and i almost cried i sent it to my boss and i pulled it up at work i was like this matches my paper to yeah. a t i'm like at that point, I was like, come on. I'm like, also, it cannot be her. And you're just, like, I, I, what, what if? And I'm like, shut up. I also have to say the yeah. fact that you're you're essentially, I love that the piece of paper was the donor profile. Um, it's all but, I got. But yeah. I have to say the fact that it was accurate is a fucking miracle. I know. Well. Yeah. So that I'm it wasn't, happy. And it wasn't totally accurate. Yeah. So so, oh, I, okay. so I've sat down with, with our, our genetic parent yeah. since, the, since this and said, like, this is what we were given. And she's... Whoa, 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 before oh, we yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's finish. We're Jerry okay. Burman okay, okay, too okay, much. Okay, Jerry, okay. So, so... We have to have some linear. Yes. Okay, so... So I, I send this to Rachel and I was like, I think I found her. And Rachel's like, yeah, you absolutely did. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, like I have a couple of friends who I'll, who I'll shout out. So my, my best friend from growing up, Olivia, my best friend, hi, in, Olivia. hi Olivia, my best friend in San Francisco, Kel, hi, hi Kel. Kel, and my best friend from college, Corinne, hi, hi Corinne. Corinne. So they're all on this journey with me. These are like my humans. They're mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, and I was like, good job, humans. <laughs> and I was like, y'all, what do you think? And mm-hmm. they're all just like, girl. Come come on, and I'm like, I don't know, you guys. I don't know, like, yeah, what, but every what time if- you're like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm what are you just gonna say? I mean, it really, I mean, looking at the, because again, it really, it it would be like Mary Kate going like, do Ashley and I look alike? No, yeah. it was like the, it was like Lindsay Lohan in um, in, the, in the Parent Trap, yeah. where Lindsay Lohan is looking at Lindsay Lohan and being like, Hallie, are we sisters? And that was yeah. like kind of, I mean, it, it's it like really not was. quite. Yeah, no, it, it's fucking close. 
It was pretty close. I mean, that's the funny part, too, because when, I mean, like, let's get to, like, reaching out to her, but yeah. when we did, she was like, I don't need to do any. We, she was like, yeah. should I do a DNA test? And she looked at a photo, and she's like, no. No. Um, I'm yeah. good. No. That, that is the DNA test. <laughs> that is the DNA that is test. The te- we did it. It's done. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. We we know. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, you know, again, Hallie and Annie from Paris, they yeah. didn't do 23 and me. They, 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 they kind of <laughs> knew. Yeah. So, so I, I sent that to Rachel, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I want to do my, again, this is like very, very who I am as a person. I was like, I need to do all my fact checking. Like I am mm-hmm. not going to, I, I, my, my parents and I have both used the phrase, like kind of like blow up her life. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to like go down this road unless I'm fairly as close to hundred percent certain as possible that this is the correct road to go down. And so I, um, which is again something that donor can see people go with. All yeah, the it's, it's very burdensome. Like I spent a lot of time building out on ancestry, a family tree. Like I found, I searched the my. I want to talk about like my methods a little bit because I feel like it's actually very helpful yeah, for donor kinds of people. So I had I got a newspapers.com subscription, which was totally worth the money, and I put her. I connected my DNA on ancestry to a family tree which it had I, I had done this for like my social family and had not connected my dna but i was like this is going to be the genetic family family mm-hmm. tree mm-hmm. and i put i was like let's just suppose and i put her in the mom slot mm-hmm. and i ran her name through newspapers.com mm-hmm. and i found a newspaper and she, she knows all this by the way so again this is like a surprise a to surprise. no one I, yeah. yeah um and I found her sister's wedding announcement. And from there, I got her parents and all of her siblings' names. And because the census is public after, I think, the ni- like 1950s at this mm-hmm. point, once you get into our grandparent generation, it's so easy to connect the dots because you have all of the public census records. So mm-hmm. I I had some second cousins, third cousins on Ancestry. And basically, I crawled up the branches of this family tree. And these are like very large, fam- large Catholic families on mm-hmm. both sides with many, many siblings and cousins. So mm-hmm. I'm like creeping, crawling my way up like a canopy at this point of trees. And I just kept going up until I had found common ancestors mm. with all of my other DNA relatives on Ancestry that weren't from my dad's side. So so basically Ancestry will allow you to link your DNA to a family tree and then it will identify if you've identified a common ancestor with somebody else who you have a genetic match with that also has their DNA linked to a family tree. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to ask them to share they're, like their information's private, but most most of the folks that I connected with have public family trees, which is, I don't know that I would make that decision. That's like a very personal decision to make. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. But I'm very grateful that they did. And so, so once I had literally, I mean, literally connected all of the, like these are living people, my living mm-hmm. second, third cousins, I was like, okay, like this is, you know, DNA doesn't lie, you know? So no. this, is, this is pretty mm-hmm. irrefutable. And so I said, to Rachel and Ben, I was like, what do we do? Like, should we reach? I, and at that point, I was like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. comfortable with saying that this is like, I'm 99% sure that yeah. this is the right person. Mm-hmm. But it took like a month for me to get there. Um, and yeah, so timeline. End of January, end of we January. meet. Yes. We find out about the donor. Sometime in like, when? In, in like, February, because I reached out to her on March 8th. Yeah. And For the I, first time. For the first time. Okay. And, and I turned, this is all like, I feel like, I, the fact that I was turning 30 during all of this is also mm. relevant because, like, again, it's like, you know, it's big, a turning point. It's a big turning point. Yeah. And I f- connected. I found my donor at 29 and mm-hmm. then I found my my first 
three siblings at 30. Yeah, mm. yeah. So it's, it's no, it. tis the season. And 30 is also when I, I hyper fixated on donor conception. Like mm-hmm. that was when it, it started. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. And, and so I was like, okay, like, should we reach out to her? And we had also like thoroughly audited her face, her, you know, whatever her was public was on way Facebook. way too open at the time. <laughs> and we were like, lock it down. Yeah. Um, and, so we said, like, we think the, the best bet is probably to try to get in touch with her on Facebook. And mm-hmm. so um, I wrote a long message and sent it to Ben and Rachel, and they mm-hmm. gave their feedback. And um, we decided that it would make sense for me to send it because I found her and also because mm-hmm. we, we look, look alike. You look the most alike. Yeah. yeah. We do look the most alike. And I was and like, it's easiest because if yeah. I reach out, she's going to be like, who the hell are you? But if, but yeah, if you, yeah. yeah. So, so I sent her this message, and for those of you who are Facebook users, you know that if you're not connected on Facebook, it goes into your other mm-hmm. inbox. And she didn't see it. And she's not a big social media. She's not an online person. Mm-hmm. She's not chronically online like the three of us. Um, and- <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it just went into the ether, and we were just like, oh, okay, like I guess we're just gonna wait, wait forever. And I did. I like. <laughs> Did my half Iron Man? Turned thirty, and so I had a you know a little a couple things going on at that mm-hmm. point, and um and then sometime when I was in Southern California for my race, I had uploaded my DNA to my heritage again a long time ago, and somebody on there reached out to me and was like, "Hey, how are we related?" And at this point, I have built a many generational family tree, and I know exactly who she is, and I know exactly how we're related. Um, <laughs> But I was just like, oh, you know, I was trying to like mm-hmm. play it cool, and I was like, hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was basically like, oh, I think through my maternal, my biological maternal side, I don't know that much about that side of the family. And she's like, oh, whose daughter are you, Morgan's? And I was like, um, so not exactly, but like also, <laughs> also not no, like, and that's a complicated question. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and. And so she, she, I told her the abbreviated version of the story, and she was basically like, "This is amazing. Can I help you? Like, can can we hop on a call?" And so she and I had a conversation. I love that mm-hmm. whoever that relative is, like, thank you. Mm-hmm. I love you, and I appreciate you. Yeah, mm-hmm. she she is the MVP of this whole story. Literally, I love really. it. Yeah. yeah, shout shout out to cousin. Well, you can call her cousin T. Yeah, um, thank you, cousin T. Yeah, yeah, she's wonderful, and um and we had a great conversation, and just like got to know each other a little bit. And she said, like, I'm still in touch with this side of the family do you want me to get in touch with with her for you and i said yes i would love that um and and Mm -hmm. this was i think she and i talked on like a tuesday and it was so lovely i like sent her a thank you note and she like you know just was corresponding with me over email so sweet Mm -hmm. and then she's on the east coast i'm on the west coast i wake up on thursday morning and she's like just spoke to morgan she'll be in touch soon and i was like Yeah, I was like, "What?" Um, and that's a that's a bomb to drop, guys. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And she was like using email, kind of like you would text somebody. Like every every. We love older people. Here. Yeah, yeah. She's she's seventy. And do do does um like uh I've I've had the case where like. My my dad or some of my relatives will like type the whole body. Of the email yes, in, yes. In the it was subject, exactly that. Yep, 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 yep. In the subject yes. line, and then the body is empty, and I'm yes. like, yeah, that's not how this works. That's yes. not how email works. I know. And and I will say, so I had I had talked to my family, my family of origin about um mm-hmm. about the fact that I had 
found a new sibling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's you. That's yeah. You. <laughs> and a new sibling had found me. Yeah. And the first person that I told was, was my sister who mm-hmm. I grew up with. Um, and I was like, I just, you know, want I was like, I know that like this goes without saying, but like you're my sister. And like, I know that she and I have known that we weren't genetically related for a number of years now. Mm-hmm. And I was, and she's like, I know that you felt like you needed to say that, but it just, just know that it went without saying like, she was so sweet and so supportive. And I love supportive family members. I love that. My sister has been like unwaveringly supportive. Mm-hmm. I love it. Thank yeah. you, sister. Yeah. She's, she's very, she's very private. So we won't say her name, but she's, yeah. she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, you know, like, let me know if you need help with the parent, like navigating this, etc. Mm-hmm. And she always was like checks in and asks about you oh, guys and just like is, that's so sweet. I know she's really lovely. Yeah. Um, and, and then I, the next call that I made after I told my sister was my parents. Mm-hmm. And I said, I need to talk to you. Like, are can I talk to you guys about something? And I said, nothing's wrong, but like, I need to talk to you both. Can you put me on speakerphone? And I told them what happened. And I said, we identified the, your, your donor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm going to reach out. And the first thing they said was, you can't do that. And they were like, we signed a contract. And I said, I did not sign a yeah, yeah. We signed a contract. <laughs> and I was like, this yes. This is everyone. Uh, yeah, that, that, DCP, that take a drink. DCP drinking game yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. We signed a contract. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, I did not sign a contract. I did not consent to any of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to reach out. Mm-hmm. And, Fuck yes. And, yeah. <laughs> and my dad. DCP da- power. <laughs> yeah. And my, I remember one of my parents saying, like, you can't blow up her life like that. And I said, I am not going to blow up her blow up her life yeah. sending a message right yeah of like, hi is not blowing up someone's life no. right if you showed up to her house yes with a full band stand. Yeah, like exactly. Like a mariachi band. A mariachi band. Like something <laughs> with a giant sign yeah. going, saying hey, hi, mom. mom. Right. <laughs> like, okay, That's... maybe we can make that argument. Yeah. Right. No, this but was send... like sending a I'm like, you could literally on Facebook going, excuse me. I don't want to be a bother. I don't want to be a bother. I just want to say hi. But I think we we have a little bit of a different different definition of blowing someone. Yeah. Yeah. And so they they were not thrilled with that development at first. And they actually, like, again, kudos to my parents. They said, we're going to like we're going to go out to dinner and talk about this the two of us and like we don't like they they could i think they could feel that they like we're not having a good reaction to it Mm -hmm. i appreciate that recognition they're like we're gonna take some space and then that's good and you know what and the thing that i said to them is i was like like i love you guys respectfully this is this is my story yeah Yeah. it is and i guess yeah and and it felt like such a powerful like taking back something that like really Mm -hmm. the narrative that that i was now writing yeah yes and they came back, you know, they came back like, really, like <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm very excited. I just like, I want to snap. I want to snap like, for yes. you. And they came back later that night and my, my mom called me and she was like, you're right. Like, this is, yes. 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 Thank Shout out, mom. mom. Good job, mom. I appreciate that. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. 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 She, was, she was like, you're right. This is your narrative. Mm-hmm. And you get to, you get to like write the story how you want now. And like, mm-hmm. we support you. Mm. I love that. Which That's was great. You want from your parents. And, and it's like, I, I was. I love growth. Yeah. I love growth. Yes. I love support. You know? I know. The, I love that. The, yeah. yeah. The growth arc is incredible. And like, I was going to send that message with or with. I said to them, I'm doing this with or without your support. Yep. I'm telling you this. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I'm telling you this because I love you and I want you. I'm inviting you on this journey yeah. with me. I love 
<laughs> I love everything about Isn't this. Isn't it so cute? I love it. Well, because you're you're being caught. You're being, um, I would say, mindful. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you're also setting boundaries I like and you're standing like, your ground. Yeah. And you are validating your own. You're validating your own emotions, which is so big in the donor conceived world. Mm-hmm. And it was and like all yeah. of this is just so wonderful. Yeah. And you got the emotional arc growth of your parents. It's being like, like a really good Disney movie. It is. I know. Yeah. And it was it was being mindful versus being accommodating, which I think yeah. is like yes. a, a key difference. And yeah. you know, I said like I I, I don't want to do this behind your back. Like I mm-hmm. want I you to it. be I want you to be involved oh, with this. Oh, transparency being important for donor conceived people. What? I know. Who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? Um. So so yeah. So I I. Moving moving forward now to to a month later, it was like early first week of April. I get the little notification on Facebook that like it was like um, Morgan has accepted. I was like, what are we calling her again? Has accepted your (laughs) has accepted. Every time I think about it, I get scared. (laughs) I know. Remember her sending that's a really long message. I know. I know. Again, very verbose writers. Very verbose. It's lovely, but I get automatically anxious. Yeah. Oh, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. What did I do? Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm. Absolutely. I, I go into inner child of like, oh my God, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I'm in trouble. So, I'm in trouble. I totally hear that. Yeah. So I get this message that I get the notification that like this person has accepted my message and they just said, they were like, hi, thank you so much for your, your thoughtful, sweet and sensitive message. I'm the one who helped your family. Mm-hmm. And she said it like I'd long wondered if I would if I would ever receive a message like this one day. Mm-hmm. Um, But I didn't, you know, it's still shocking. I'm very mm-hmm. private and mm-hmm. and. She was like, I need some time to di- digest this. And I was like, yeah, of course you do. Like, yeah. I, you know. Yeah. I you kind that. of were just like, hi, you have three more children. I, I totally understand That's kind that. of a shock, but you know? But I appreciate her verbalizing it the yes. way that she did to you. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I can totally understand that this was, even though she did make this choice, she absolutely knew the result of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can still understand the reality of it going, oh, oh, this is big. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I exactly. I totally appreciate that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And... And like, needless to say, like this was on a Thursday. My workday was like completely shot after that. I'm so sorry to my former employer, but um, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm not getting anything else done today. So, so basically, she accepts my Facebook message, and we start corresponding like a little bit. The first, she said, I imagine that. At the very least, you need an updated medical history. Yeah, we were all like, yes. I was like, give me, please. And so she she was like, it's going to be easier over email. Can can you give me your email on the and your Rachel's email? Yeah, Yeah, the twins email. Um, and so she she (laughs) writes the subject line medical history and more. Mm -hmm. Um, and and so she said like there there's a couple of things that you should be mindful of like that run in my family and. Um, she, I remember she, I've read these messages so many times. They were like mm-hmm. these beautiful, she's a beautiful writer. She's a very good writer. And, and she was like, I imagine that there, you have a lot of questions. I do too. It's hard to know where to begin mm-hmm. when there's so much to, to ask. Yeah. yeah. And so she said, I'll begin here. Like, when did you learn that you were a product of con- donor conception? And you know, like, what was your experience with that? And so like, we got to tell our stories and mm-hmm. she told us a little bit about her stories mm-hmm. and we would like, I, I and just sent us it. photos too. She initially, sent us photos, which I thought yeah. was really sweet. That is really She's sweet. like, I here's photos that. of me. I think she sent like when, trying to remember the order because she sent us a whole bunch She's, yeah and there were this was like going on over the course of like a couple of months we would yeah. like it, it was like writing love letters like they were these like Family, beautiful familial love familial letters, love letters. Yeah. and love it was really sweet because like we had so you know we had 30 we years to catch so up on we had a lot say. to say yeah, yeah. 
And it was so, it was like the, my little treat that I looked forward to every morning because there, she's on the East Coast, I was on the West Coast. And so sometimes I would like wake up to like this beautiful note in my inbox. And just like all of these little nuggets of information mm-hmm. that, that I just previously didn't know about. And eventually, so we're corresponding over the, uh, through the summer. Um, and eventually branches off too. Like initially it was like the four of us. So me, Ben, Alex, and Morgan in this email chain. But eventually we're like, let's like individualize ourselves yeah. a little bit. So we're okay. like, we'll split it off. We'll each have our own conversation because Smart. like, I mean, I really wanted to get to know about like her just like interest in things. I feel like we all wanted different information. Yeah. And if I'm like, I want to let everyone like do their own yeah. thing, you know? I, I totally and developing individual relationships with yeah. each of you mm-hmm. and um no how how many remind me how many people are in the egg donor conceived pod five five, five if you count her raised children yeah I count okay. her raised children I also so count her raised children me you my twin and then her too okay yeah and, and her so, two kids are significantly younger than us yes yeah, so Ben and I are in the middle okay which is fun. Yeah, I always so want I'm... an older sister. Now I have one. <laughs> I am currently the youngest. In, uh, no, if you, the babe. I am the babe of the donor conceived siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, if we include my donors, naturally conceived siblings, then mm-hmm. I am in the middle as well. Mm-hmm. I so, like being in the middle. It's nice. It's fun. I I, I, feel pro- I feel like protected. I feel like as a stand up comic, I feel like I just embody middle child syndrome. <laughs> I mean. I was just growing up as a twin, and I had elder sibling energy from that, because I am 20 minutes older than my twin. Don't get it wrong. Um, did you hear that, Ben? Did you hear that, did Ben? Did you hear that, Ben? He's your older sibling. <laughs> but, you know, like, we growing up with a twin. We 20 minutes seriously. We do. But, like, that, you know, being a twin, you're just like, that's it. That's yeah. all I got. And now I'm like, oh, I have you, and then I have younger siblings, and then I even have more on the sperm donor side, which is... <sighs> Topsy we, we, we have feelings. I have so many feelings. There's so many feelings. So, yeah. <laughs> I had the experience of being the youngest sibling between me and my sister. She went to college when I was five. So mm. then I had the experience of being an only child. Mm. And then I, at 30, got a bunch of a younger, bunch of younger siblings. siblings. So I truly have, and, and in the grand scheme of all of my siblings, I'm in the middle, mm-hmm. if you count my, my sister. Yeah. Um, and so I really have gotten just the, the full spectrum of birth order. So... It's been it's been a trip, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we we were corresponding over the summer, and I was going to London for a wedding, and then stopping through the East Coast on my way back. And she actually said, "Do you want to meet in person?" And I was just like, "This is all I have ever." wanted mm-hmm. when people talk about like you know the the typical like conver- the the icebreaker question it's like who would you want to go to a dinner party with like she would have been my pick yeah like truly oh, and yeah, like too. yeah let's do that sometime <laughs> i know right have a dinner party <laughs> yeah. um and and so when she was like i would like i'm i'm aware that you live far away like let's meet up i was just like <laughs> That's everything I've ever and for her to suggest it was like mm-hmm. so. Yeah. So I was we're trying like, to play it cool, or are we past that? Um, I mean, I was. This was all happening over email, and I was like, I would really lo- like. I was. I, I was definitely. Like I was trying to play it cool, mm-hmm. and like I think when I when I've re- I've done some writing about this just for myself, and like I think ultimately I didn't really allow myself yeah. to fully like express that I wanted a relationship with this person. I'm like, oh, all I want is medical history. Like, no, I want to know this person, <laughs> yeah. and I want to like be buds with them yeah i feel like it i would say for for a lot of donor conceived people they they do that for safety i mean there are donor conceived people who absolutely will openly go no i wanted a relationship with my donor with my my biological parent Mm -hmm. um and 
yeah and and i think that that's you know some, some donor can see people i feel like are are willing and and feel safe saying that yeah um but there's a lot of donor can see people um who are like no i just want a medical history i mean and, and that that's all they feel comfortable that's saying. all i felt comfortable saying and all like deep down i mean i was afraid when we were first getting to know yeah. the donor i was like what if she's a bad person you right know, like what if she's yeah. which is we the, don't know what if she's bigoted like what, what if she's yeah. a bigot what oh, if like she's my, well, like, my donor, like you're yeah. because you know like rachel's i'm trans and so i'm yeah. like i don't want to be connected with someone who's going to be a dick to me about my gender that is unfortunately um there are donor can see people who i have spoken to mm-hmm. where the donor is homophobic i believe right. it. And, that's another issue and yeah the donor conceived person themselves is queer yeah or they come from a queer, queer family yeah and they're just like are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Are I mean, you kidding me? That was my concern with the siblings too. Like, yeah. obviously not like saying anything about you, but I'm like, when I get a new sibling, I'm like, what can I tell them about me? You right. don't know. You have to suss yeah. it out first. You have to suss out. Which like, totally it's for your appreciate. own safety, which is yeah. terrifying to think about. And yes. luckily, yeah. luckily, she, our our genetic parent, was was really explicit. Like, actually, wasn't explicit. Was like very tactfully implicit about. Mm-hmm. She was like, I believe that like a person, a woman's right to like choose when and how she starts her own family is mm-hmm. like paramount to yeah. human rights. And and she was like, that should give you a clue as to my political beliefs. Yeah, and we're I was like, like, thank you. Yeah, that, that hits all. We were like three. <laughs> yeah. No, we all yeah. just sighed. Really... We're all just like, oh, thank I, gosh. I can totally understand yeah. that. Yeah. Right? That being a huge. Because then yeah, it's it was, also it like, was. what if your half of your genetics are from a bigot? It's, it's a bummer. Yeah, it's, it's a, a bummer. Huge bummer. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It, um, it is a bummer. Yeah. I will one hundred percent say. I'm sorry. It's, a, it's it, it, uh, it's, bring it down to bummer town. It's, mm. it, no, it is a bummer when you realize like, oh, my donor is, and and I I had the 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 biological family member that I was connected with who helped mm. me find him. She really very politely mm. and very politically sort of like warned me that my donor had some. Some issues. Mm. Distasteful things. She was just like, yeah, we are no contact. Mm. And she was like, yeah, he's not the um, nicest. Mm -hmm. And she said that as carefully as she could. Mm. But as soon as, I mean, it was very clear. As soon as I saw his Facebook, I was like, oh, we have very different values. I mean, that's why we stalked her Facebook. You know, we were like, we wanted to make sure before we reached out that it was safe. And it is, it is very disappointing. It is really, like, it, it is hard that you're just like, well, and it's very weird. Yeah. It's very, very weird. And I've I've, I've talked to a bunch of um, donor can see people and recipient parents mm-hmm. who find the donor later in life. Mm-hmm. And they go, I would have never... Picked this person? I would have never picked this person. Right. Yeah. Like, I know my mom and my dad mm-hmm. very well. And if they had met my donor ahead of time, they yeah. would have never have picked him yeah. based off of his values. Yeah. And how he speaks about other human beings oh. they would have never have picked him ever like because wow. my parent like that would have been very against my parents yeah. values yeah, yeah yeah um because yeah th- this man is very openly bigoted that's um, disgusting that's a bum- yeah i and mean it i feel the opposite town. it's a bummer and but yeah. i also find that that's very weird learning oh this person who i have a biological child with mm-hmm. right right i don't would never have and I've, i don't I, like them yeah i don't I like know. them as a person yeah i, I want to keep donor conceived people's privacy but like of there's course. another donor conceived person who i know who was FaceTiming with their donor mm-hmm. and their recipient and their their raising parent overheard them and they were like, that person has some problems. And they were like, that person, they were like, be careful with them. 
that person has some very serious... I don't want to, like... Yeah, I don't we'll wanna, talk later. I don't want to... But it's yeah. like, that person has some very serious issues. Please be careful. And unfortunately, the, the raising parent was correct and accurate. Ooh. And was like, that... But that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't imagine what it has been like for, like, donor-conceived people mm-hmm. who are from queer parents mm-hmm. to find out, or are queer themselves, yeah. who find out that their donor was homophobic, which yeah. happens all the fucking time. I believe that. I mean... all the fucking time. The nice thing is that I can't say that about our donor because i mean i've told you before like we're friends now like on social media and she posts photos and the photo that's on her um website i have it as my photo for her my contacts and i showed it to you and i'm like look at this i'm like i've shown you i'm like look we came from her she's such a powerful woman yeah she's she's like she's somebody who like i think like i i would and she's actually so okay we can we let me let me finish Sorry, the, yeah i know this, i know we're yeah. really jeremy bearing here yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so she says do you want to meet and um and i was like yes um and so we like schedule a time to meet yeah and we it was so funny i was so i like i'm familiar with the part of the country that she's from and had spent a lot of time there in college and um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to like pick a restaurant that, or like a, a place that is like specifically like, I want it to be quiet. I want it to be mm-hmm. like counter service. Cause I do not want anybody to bother us. Yep. And, and I was just like, I'm super intentional. And it's so, so I suggested this place. She's like, oh my God, I love that place. I'm like, of course you do. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, duh. Um, and I, uh, asked my, I said to my mom, like, I really want you to come with me. Like, I want to meet her by myself and then I want yeah. you to come by at the end. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, my mom is like, of course if you want me to do this like mm-hmm. I will do this and so we drove to the place this, to this place and I saw her walk in ahead of me mm. and like I could see the hair and my mom saw her too mm. and my mom just looks at me and she goes are you ready and I was like yeah and she gave me a big hug and and I went and our bio parent turns around and sees me and like obviously like knows what I look like and like mm-hmm. it was you know it was really that Spider-Man meme <laughs> and she just like has a big grin on her she's so warm she just has like a big grin she's on her so face warm. and she's that. such a warm person and yeah. I was like oh my god do we hug and she goes of course we do and she just gave me a big hug I just get all bouncy because it's know, really happy it's a really really lovely story yeah. and and we sat at this coffee shop and talked for four hours. Oh, my God. And everyone's like, what did you talk about? And I'm like, I don't know. I blacked out. Like, obviously, Everything. I don't. Like, I don't remember anything. Yep. Like, I remember all of it and none of it. And yep. it's like, it was, like, such an emotionally intense moment. And you had the genetic mirroring. Yeah. And also, like, I, at one point, was... I'm sure you were studying her eyebrow hair. Yes. Yeah, no, literally. Obviously. Yeah, going like... Literally. Yeah, just, like, staring. Yeah. 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 And Every freckle. Yeah. Yeah. Her follicles, exactly. you know? Yeah. 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 And at one point I was like, oh, my God, like, I wonder what people like in this cafe think is happening right now, because like this is such this is like this is such a moment. Well, this is like the most the one of the moments that defines my life. And then I realized that, like, if you are just not listening and you're just looking in, I'm like, it's a mother and daughter having a cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And I had that. I love it because I think we had the same thing with her, but at different times. Yeah. Yeah. Because you met. So then her. When did you meet her again? Again, in, I'm trying to figure out the timeline. So this line. was all happening Labor Day 2022. So I met yeah. I met our... This was just last year. This was just, yeah, this this was last, was just year. last year. I met her January of this year. Like You two just met in January? No. no so we, we met, met Labor Day of last year. Of last year. Yeah. Okay. So a little over a year. A, a little, year yeah, months. a little. So so I met right. our, our, genetic, our genetic parent in 
This is I'm like we, I'm like the family archivist over here. So you I really met, are. It's I met, great. This was all. You it was bad. No things. Yeah, it was. I it was Labor coast. Day 2022. So I met yeah. I met our genetic mom, and then the following day I met Ben and Rachel. Um, in central so it was it was so funny because mm-hmm. we were meeting up we were just gonna go have a picnic in the park mm-hmm. and they m- ran into me outside of the building where i grew up where, yeah. which is not where i live any longer but yeah. i was like this is like the apartment where i was raised because and- my friends work at the church <laughs> that is next door to her apartment where my sister went up. to preschool where her sister went to preschool if you want to get the world even creepier small. the, the and, world is too and small by the, the way, way too by the way yeah. my my genetic parent and i get mm-hmm. our haircut at the same place you still do or I mean, the place, does, the place doesn't exist, but before it closed, haircut at the same place, same favorite bookstore in like mm-hmm. multiple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we were, we were, it feels like our You've lives been were crossing like, paths. Yeah. We've been crossing paths. Have you heard of the invisible string theory? <laughs> okay. Because it's been popping. Have you heard of the is invisible this, string theory? Is this the, like the Taylor Swift song, Invisible String? I don't know. Not um, Base or red string theory, maybe, where it's like people have red string or invisible string where it's like they're connected to someone for their entire lives, but they keep crossing paths. Yeah. And then at one like point that. they'll just meet. But it's that string theory that you're just always constantly connected, no matter what. I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like that. so yeah. I met I met Rachel, and I had like so I I knew that that our genetic parent had had two kids mm-hmm. who had who she had been really thoughtful about telling mm-hmm. this to because she told them before we all before met. before we all met yeah because she wanted them to like finish classes for the semester and she's like I'll yes. tell them in like May, May. June and so. So the the backstory here is that when we were born, the chance of having a live birth via egg donation with the type of risks that our parents had was exceptionally low. Mm -hmm. And she said to me a couple of times, she's like, I have to emphasize to you that I was told that there was no chance that that this was going to work for your parents. Whoa. Yeah, she was like, I was told that the odds are so small. You Mm -hmm. are doing a nice thing for these people. It's good for research, mm-hmm. but this is not going to happen for them. And so, like, you basically, like, you don't have to worry about kids coming back, which is what Rid- a ridiculous thing to That's say. A ridiculous thing <sighs> yeah. to say. So she had not told her kids because she's like, why would I? You know, like, again, like. She didn't think we existed. She didn't think we existed. Yeah. She really didn't. Yeah. And, and it's not, no, not, blip, not her fault. No, it's know? not her fault. It was, yeah. again, the fertility the, industry. The, the industry being, like, fucking with us. Yeah. Right. Jesus. Just completely gaslighting. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And again, it's a system set up to fail. It really right. is. And so, and so she had to go back and tell her kids that we existed and, mm-hmm. um, and, they, you know, they had their like. I don't. I'm not privy to kind of what happened there, and I don't. You know, that's their business. Um, but ultimately, like she and she and like we all got connected via social media, mm-hmm. and um, her daughter, I think initially was like a little bit reticent to to meet me. I was the one who was like coming in from out of town. I can, yeah. I can understand. She was excited I though. Totally I remember get her it. being excited, but like still hesitant. You yeah, know? and. Also, she did not consent to be in this situation. Yeah, She's also, another yeah. person who did not consent yeah. to any of this. I don't. I always get asked all the time because my donor had two naturally born conceived children who mm. were both younger than me, mm-hmm. and I and everybody, including um, some of my siblings, are like, "We need to tell them." And some people are like, "You have to tell them that that this is like you the, who uh, like uh, about the donor conception um, mm-hmm. because my donor is with, he donated for six years, so Oy. like our art, you know, for us, it our pod is very easily fifty people. Yeah, and I keep getting asked like you need to tell them it is their right to know as well and i'm like it it's is not their... your right to tell them i'm like it is their right to know as well but we are going into an ethics territory yeah. mm-hmm. where it's like i one i should not be the one to tell them yep that's really like that's I, shitty 
I don't know them well enough. Maybe, maybe in, maybe they would want to know. Mm-hmm. And maybe they would want to know from me. And maybe me reaching out to them would be like, holy shit, it would be an incredible moment for them. I don't know them well enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know them at all. Right. I And it's like, in the same way, we didn't have this choice. Our autonomy mm-hmm. was taken away. Mm-hmm. It is not a, a, upon me to do that to them. Yep. And I'm like, it's one thing. Now, I think it's totally fucking fair game. You come onto a DNA website, pff, fair game. Oh, yeah. I'm going to You're, You're looking. 100% fair <laughs> yeah. game. But for me to go actively reach out to them and I'm like I do know searching who they are. for them and I know yeah. who they are yeah. I, I, I have I have their names mm-hmm. I know exactly who they are I could it, it, it to me one there's no way optically it's going to look good mm-hmm. because it's going to look like I'm just trying to get revenge on their father right. there's mm-hmm. no way even if that's not my intention my intention is like you have the right to know this for your own safety of accidental incest um, mm-hmm. even if that's my intention, there's no way that that's going to be the impact intention right. versus impact. And as much as like, yes, I, I do think it, it is their right to know. And very selfishly, I, with that, maybe that 1% chance that they would want to know who I am. Do I want to reach out to them mm-hmm. so much? I do very selfishly. I know that it would be wrong. Mm. Yeah, that was a problem. So when I when it, I, I just know it would be, and it, and it's like, and I would fully understand why they naturally would be protective of their father. Yeah. Right. And when I reached out initially, I said there that there were lines that I that I wasn't willing to cross, and mm-hmm. one of them was was reaching out to, to absolutely her children. Yeah. yeah. Um. And also like to any member of any member of her family that like wasn't on a DNA site, I was not mm-hmm. willing to do that. Yeah. If they're on a DNA site, fuck it. Right. Yeah. If they're on a DNA site, like they're fair game. But if yeah. they're not on a DNA site, like I, w- I was not willing to reach out to any any living member of her family. So. Mm-hmm. Um, what about but, dead? <laughs> very funny. You can't reach out to dead people. I'm not a medium, unfortunately, so Damn I can't it. reach out to dead people. Um, I will say, though, um, uh, if you are the donor and you're not on a DNA website, you're still fair game. Oh, it's absolutely. Just, it, yeah. It's fair game. It's yeah. just the family. Yeah. You made a, a choice. Yeah, yeah. You, you can The family's just... genetics are still there, though, so, yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, I think that that one's a different one. But uh, yeah. but I would say a family member. It's mm. like mm, nah. we go into an ethics territory, yeah. but specifically their kids. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was I was like absolute. Yeah. I'm absolutely not willing to cross that line. Mm-hmm. And she really she uh, she and I have talked about this, and she's like, I really appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Um. And ultimately, so I was in town for for a long weekend, and her daughter ended up messaging me and saying, like, actually, like I I do want to meet you. Are you around? And so, um, we met at a coffee shop near she she lives very close to where my parents live and um we met at a coffee shop and just had a really lovely conversation it was super super nice and um you know we're 10 years apart i think she had just turned 20 this Mm -hmm. is like the weekend of her 20th birthday i'm like happy birthday girl like i'm your (laughs) (laughs) i'm your gift um (laughs) surprise and she and i like have since formed like this really really lovely relationship that that. to me is like something that i am so so grateful grateful for and yeah. was a really like unexpected positive consequence of this and like we had coffee yesterday like we went out to dinner and it's just you know it's yeah. and and she'll just sometimes like randomly text me being like I need advice on this and I'm like oh yes I love yeah. this the joke is that she'll text Alex because I'm not a girl and she needs older sister yeah advice. she does need older sister and I'm like I can't help yeah not a girl <laughs> not um, a girl <laughs> well what, what was the what was the term that you used at the bar again I don't remember Okay, I think we said we said in the in the context. So if I'm referring to Rachel and our other sister, we say together sisters. we say sisters. So we have like a sisters group chat. But, but if sisters, I'm talking, sisters not sisters. Yeah, like so CIS. CIS. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. that's our joke. And then, and then if I'm referring to Rachel just by themselves, I call them my sibling. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's it's been like just so nice and like so healing to mm-hmm. to just know all these people. Um. Ultimately, like super positive experience. My mom got to meet, um, to meet her donor. Yeah, that's um, amazing. Yeah. At which and and oh my god, this is so funny. Um. You know, my mom said. Thank you. You gave me the gift of a lifetime, mm-hmm. and to for me to like see them interact and talk was like was so mm-hmm. incredible and like was That's not very impactful. It was oh, yeah. so impactful, and it was something that I really thought was not going to happen because mm-hmm. I was not going to pursue this while my mom was still alive, yeah. and so I never thought that they would meet. Mm-hmm. And my, you know, my mom said thanks for the gift of a lifetime, and our our genetic parent was like you did all of the work you know like you raised her i really in the grand scheme of things did so little and my mom goes she's a good egg isn't she and and <laughs> and, and both me and and morgan were just like ah. and my mom was like oh my god she like didn't even mean to make the joke and it was so funny um and it was it was just like so i know so lovely and like in the so it's been about a year since we met a little over Mm. and in that year we've gotten together a couple of different times Mm -hmm. and have you gone hiking we've gone hiking together i think it's adorable and i'm never doing that (laughs) i'm like y'all can go i'm an indoor i I want to go see broadway shows with her i love it or like an opera or something i'm like i want to go like do an experience yeah. But like, let's go indoors. to a drag show. Yeah. She would love that. Would I think she would love that. Let's take her to a drag I think, yeah, show. I went to a drag show last night. <gasps> I know. I That's saw, what you were doing. I saw. I was like, yeah. oh, so I jealous. saw um, Jinx Monsoon and Billy <gasps> yeah. Love. Amazing. Classics. Yeah. Yes. Classics. I was so it was delightful. It was it was amazing. Yeah. It was I I am obsessed with it. Um yeah. but yeah, anyway, so like yeah. so this whole thing like it just really opened up my my world and she and I have a lot in common also surface level that mm-hmm. like I just didn't have in common with my parents and so mm-hmm. I always felt a little bit out of place in my own family black sheep? in yeah, a little black sheep like and and like I don't think that I didn't hear black sheep. What did I say? I, I know no, I know you said black sheep, but for whatever reason I heard butt sheep. <laughs> Yes, my whole existence. Butt shaped. Butt shaped. And I was just like, what about her? She was butt shamed? What about her butt? What? Really, like, the genetic mirroring is really all to do with gluteal shape. Yeah, that's what's not how That's what it is. That's what it is. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm just, I'm totally kidding. Um, But it was like. I was about to say, shit, we're going to have to do a part two just about the butt shaving. Because I really need to understand yeah, this. To be continued. This is not a story I've heard yet, and I thought I've heard everything. <laughs> but it was it was like the it was like the yeah. the little things that are big yeah. things. So like I um I tend to like a more kind of like logical scientific mm-hmm. yeah pathway of thinking and my parents are both really great writers mm-hmm. we said that that our genetic parents also a very verbose writer but she's a science writer mm-hmm. um and so we just like have that kind of like nerdology in mm-hmm. common and like i've actually called her to ask for help with like a work thing before which mm-hmm. is so fun and like we we both are very active like mm-hmm. i mentioned mm-hmm. and that's something that like my parents are active people but they're not like me like yeah. i they anyway. don't do marathons right yeah i've done two marathons and 
yeah, there were just like other like little things where mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it feels such like a, like an integration of different, you know, yeah. just like things that, yeah. that I didn't know where they came from or my parents would be like, where did this come from? And I'm like, you know better than I do that you, that we don't know where it comes we, from. You know better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy, right? Crazy. So anyway, it's been, it's to me, it's been like an overwhelmingly positive experience. And that's part of why I really like telling my story is that I think that so many of, and this is again, like. Like, this is my story. It's my unique story. Mm-hmm. No, no two stories are alike. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's really in a sea of experiences that that are largely very challenging to hear a bright spot because I think that there's a lot of I, I like I was fearful around like what you know, like you could be rejected by this person. Oh, yeah. You know, there's there's no guarantee that that the the donor is going to want a relationship no. with you. There's no guarantee that you guys are going to like each other. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes a lot of donors ghost after yeah. a while. Like they'll have a, cu- a couple yep. of conversations and then ghost. Yeah, and and <laughs> and it's it's just yeah, it's just been like it's been overwhelmingly positive for me to have these people in my life, and yeah. they're you know they're not not everybody is a part of my like everyday existence, yeah. and it's yeah. not something that I that I think about actively every day, but it is something that that now you know like have a lot more peace around, mm-hmm. and. I'm just abundantly grateful that things went. I know that like Rachel's talked about how they wish they had tested sooner because mm-hmm. I was just like out there in like the universe. I still feel so guilty. And I always tell Rachel, I'm like, don't feel guilty. Like I really think that things were worked out the way that they were meant to. Like mm-hmm. I think if you are a donor conceived person who is reaching out to your genetic parent for the first time, you're having to put yourself out there, and ultimately it's putting yourself up for a lot of rejection. Mm-hmm. And I'm very rejection sensitive, and mm-hmm. I think that. By the time we reached out to our genetic parent, I felt like I could handle that. Like I felt like I had yeah. the support system. I had reha- I had hashed out a lot of these issues with my parents and we had come to an understanding and we had like made peace with how things went down. And to me that timing was so important and I like I think that I would have barreled because I, I am who I am I would have barreled headfirst into finding this person no matter Absolutely. what mm-hmm. and I think that the timing ultimately was like so it worked out the way that it was meant to mm-hmm. and I will say that as a late discovery DCP who late really late discovered yeah. their their genetic family um there was definitely a grieving process over the mm-hmm. all of the like lost childhood mm-hmm. and like the 30 lost years for yeah. me there's a lot of I mean, that's something that I hear just so much with donor conceived people is the the trauma of the lost years with siblings is what I hear. Ow! I keep, doing that. <laughs> I keep hitting this. Is what we keep I saying hear. that every yeah. time we like go mm-hmm. apart from each other. I'm like, I feel sad and guilty yeah. because it's like I feel also like we got along instantly. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily happen with all donor conceived people, especially like, when you get into a big, big. Pod, I mean, yeah, you know, like big ones, on yeah. my sperm donor side, I'm finding it a lot more difficult to maneuver just because there's so many people. There's so many. Well, when, yeah. when people are just like, you know, whenever I refer to and I talk about the pods that are 100. Oh, God. And, and I hear people going, oh, my God, that's so cool. And no, I'm like, no, no. no. You it's can't even traumatic. remember everyone's names. You, I'm like, my, I'm like, all of the pods of 100 that I have spoken to are traumatized. Are they're, They are fucking traumatized by yes, this. Yes, I bet. Absolutely. Yeah. Across the board, traumatized. I'm like, yeah. one, you can't have a good relationship, an impactful not relationship with a hundred people. No. You're not going to get along with all of them. Oh, and God, a very, no. Like, and also, it's a very trauma. And I'm like, then you have the accidental incest fear. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the trauma of going, I was produced 
like a fucking Walmart product. Right. Oh, like a cow. Yeah. Almost. Like, here's my number. Beep, bop, boop, goodbye. Yeah. It will, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was, I was part of a litter. Yeah. Which is, which is actually incorrect because dog breeding is more regulated. Love that for us. Love that for us. But yeah. I mean, Going we talk- back to being sad for a second. Because <laughs> like, you know, like we got along so well and instantaneously. And then I'm like, what if we had met when we were younger? I know. You know, yeah. like our formative years, if we were able to be siblings together when we were growing up. My my sister said um, the exact same thing. She was mm-hmm. like, I felt like we had our relationship stolen from us. We could have had yeah. each other yeah. our entire life. No, and I... Yeah, now I might cry. <laughs> and, that, but, and I think it also prevents because relationships, because there are so many donor-conceived people who are who find out later in life who are mm-hmm. just traumatized by the whole situation and they're like I can't fucking touch this yeah and it's like if they had been told this at an early age if they had been exposed to it mm-hmm. the relationship of having um the the ability to have a relationship with donor conceived siblings would have been a positive yeah potentially yeah. not a negative and it's just it's it, it's just it's so it siblings absolutely have the right to be together from the beginning mm-hmm. yep. and they should have the access and the availability oh, yeah. to have that relationship throughout their whole life absolutely i mean i'm grateful i met you when i did yeah, i just absolutely. wish i met you sooner i know and i yeah i just think about like how lonely the experience of being donor conceived is oh yeah so it's isolating. so, it's so I isolating i said that to you this morning yeah. i was like i feel so isolated it's like even isolated. in the community like each experience is so unique and so different it that is. even while we do have our community i feel like with everyone's trauma being so individualized, mm-hmm. it's yeah. so like you gotta. I don't even know. You know, it's like how do we move forward at an individual level while we have the group, but then also what we are individually yeah. going through. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of um, like just trying to like shoulder each other's loads that happens, mm-hmm. and I I really appreciate um, you know as the the way that honestly a lot of donor can see people connect us through the internet because. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm people who know that they're donor conceived are few and far between, especially mm-hmm. kind of in our generation. Yeah. Um, and I always appreciate when I see folks like on the internet being like, I'm tapped out from explaining this and somebody else like swoops right in and is yeah, like, I, I got you. Yeah. And it's, it does feel like a very supportive community. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say by yeah. and large, it really yeah. is. By, yeah. by there, it, it's a very fierce group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I think we all got together and we were just like, Oh shit. There's more of us. There's a lot more of us. Yeah. And all of our stories are very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I... I'm I and that it kind of how you 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 sort of mentioned how you were like you you held very, very deep down that you wanted that relationship with your donor. Mm-hmm. I felt like all of us with our commun um cumulative uh feelings about being donor conceived, I know for me certainly, I kept very, very hidden deep down. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly being in a community and everyone saying, I felt this, I felt this i felt this it was the first time i allowed that feeling to come mm-hmm. up and i was able to go i have also felt this yeah and i felt safe and i felt seen mm-hmm. and i felt validated mm-hmm. and it was the first time i could start i could start actually healing that mm-hmm. piece of me yeah. yeah yeah and then when i started becoming an absolute fucking dick <laughs> and monster about all this shit, 
I know. I actually, I mean, like, it's so funny that, like, you know, the TikTok algorithm works in mysterious ways and yeah. it just, like, fed your content to me. And I was like, how'd you know? That's <laughs> like, TikTok, maybe, maybe if TikTok had existed when I was younger, it would have just mean, been like, hey, have you ever thought? <laughs> apparently, there are a lot of, um, oh, there are apparently a lot of followers of mine mm-hmm. who, from following me and me going, <gasps> take a fucking test, have and found they test. And they test. <gasps> and they found out they are donor conceived. Apparently, there's, like, a group of people who sort of I support group i need to buy t-shirts for saying laura made me find out i'm donor conceived i know i, I, I really was donor yeah, conceived through laura high and all i got was a stupid t-shirt <laughs> yes yeah. i really need that make that we have I, great merch ideas is all i'm saying i have a master's in marketing and we're I'm the like, chief merchandising officer. so officers. sorry i'm like i'm I, i'm 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 in, in a i'm glad you were able to get truth mm-hmm. and i mean i was messaging with one going uh going like okay here's my circumstance this is it do you think I'm donor conceived? And I'm looking at it, going like, "Oh fuck, there's donor conceived." And I just was like, You're like I don't know. I haven't gotten. I don't know, homegirl. I, I did. And what I I told them, I was like, "Well, I'm like, look, according to patterns of our group, this definitely raises red flags." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "These are the questions that I would ask your parents." Mm. This is what I would do. And they were like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I want to say a day later, they messaged <gasps> me back and they're like, "I'm egg donor conceived." <gasps> and I was like. Okay. Welcome to the club. I was like, all right, this is a lot. This yeah. is this is this is what I'm like, okay, here are some support groups, here's mm-hmm. a community, here's everything. You take this. I'm like, this is on your own timeline. Yeah. You don't like and I'm like, I'm here. If you need anything, please feel free to DM me. But like I was part of that conversation. I was just like, oh motherfucker. <laughs> You're like, this was not what I got into stand-up comedy. I was like, this yeah, is right. Well, um, I also uh I, I haven't met I didn't tell you guys. I didn't tell you. What? I, sure. Uh, so there was someone uh-huh. who was on the lineup that you guys saw mm. who messaged me the day after and said, hey, I know this is super weird. But, but I might be donor conceived. But my girlfriend was there at the show. And uh-huh. the way that you described your donor, she thinks that her, that's her dad. No, we did talk about this. We did talk about we this. Did. We, we did. We, we did. We talked we about may have. her. That, that, that sounds like her dad. She thinks that you're her sister. And I was like, what? Wait, what? What are the odds? And yeah. I just was like, well, I was like, okay, you know what? What are the odds? And so what mm-hmm. I basically was like, all right, let's do that. I was like, before we start naming names, I'm like, let's just see if we can narrow it down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's start with this. Where is her dad from? And he was like, uh, her dad is from here. Same person. Mm-hmm. And my donor has very, like, my my donor is, has very, has a very, has very specific professions mm. that are, like, it's a very specific Venn, di- Venn diagram. Yeah. And the fact that fits into exactly those professions and from the exact same place. Mm-hmm. Ev- and then we, we did a couple more things. It all lined up. Mm-hmm. Family. Everything. Children. Everything. And I was like, and I literally was like... I think I need to talk to her. Yeah. And sent me the sent me the phone number, mm-hmm. called her immediately and mm-hmm. was like, "Hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how are you?" And I'm like, "Thank you for taking this. I know this." And she's and she's just so sweet. She's mm-hmm. like, "Hi. How are you doing?" Yeah. And um I, I I'm like, "I know who he is." And again, I I have to be very very careful about my donor's identity because right. even though he's a total, you know, piece of shit, mm. I still I'm like, "I'm not going to name him right. because of the platform I have that right. dude will get like Hounded. Hounded. Like, Harassed. I'm not doing that yeah. to right. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I have to be, so I was like, I gave her, I was like, this is the first letter of his last name. And she's like, oh, no, not my dad. I'm like, yeah. okay, there we go. Great. Thank you. Thank and you sorry. so much. Yeah. But yeah. she was like, I probably do know him, though. 
And she was like, because it's a very, very, very small, small community. Yeah. Small community. She's like, oh, yeah, no, no, I probably know. I'm like, my probably 100%. And I was like, <laughs> okay. How do you feel about that? It brings it close. Well, it also just made me very aware that I was like, what if my donor conceived siblings come to my show and they're like, hmm. <laughs> Interessante. So you're making just me like, just not want to do comedy now. <laughs> I know. In, in some ways, I'm like, that would be the best fucking way if somebody was in the audience and was like, that's my dad. Do it for uh, the plot, Laura. Do, do it, it for the, the plot. Do it for the plot. But I'm waiting for the day when one of my followers, <sighs> who's been following me for all this time, yeah, takes yeah. the DNA test and is like, I'm, I'm, that's, that's, that's my sister. Yeah. I'm waiting for it because I'm like, it's going to happen. It has to happen. It will happen. Just like statistically. Statistically, it yeah. will. Um, it will happen. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's the day I'm fucking waiting for. Somebody who's been following me for Let years. Let me know when that happens. Oh, see, oh, see, I will, I will say, cake. I will say the experience of, like, because we have the full, spe- the full spectrum yeah. here. I, the experience of being egg donor conceived is, I would say, like, different in a number of ways because, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's fewer of us. Yep. I am the oldest. Not like literally the oldest, what but like them, virtually the oldest. Elder. I'm definitely the Love egg donor conceived elder. I know. <laughs> I know. And like our our youngest sister like finds ways to call me grandma in so many different ways. Like she's she has she's like Gen Z, solidly Gen Z, and yeah. like has the best time making me feel old. And I love it. Like that it's is so their good. Pastime. Like, it that really is. is. Their hobby. <laughs> yeah, she's she cracks me up. They she's, call uh, me geriatric on fucking TikTok. All yeah, time. yeah. Oh my God. I know the younger kids are really just. They're and mean. They, they are, are mean. They're they're like, but I I love it. I yeah. love it when it comes from her. It's like I know mm-hmm. it's out of love, but yeah. but I will say the I other. I don't think the the random ones with <laughs> no, no username a... calling me geriatric. I don't think that no. comes from love. Not that. But no. <laughs> Sibling. <laughs> yeah, you're like, are you my sister? Um, but but I will say, and like I know that you guys touched on this when yeah. when Rachel came on the pod. The pods are, are the podcast. The sibling pods mm-hmm. are much more finite. Yeah, and I mean, like I so so when hope. Rachel when Rachel whenever Rachel says that they have a new sibling, the first thing that I do is te- check my 23 and me matches yeah. mm-hmm. because I know that it's a non I would like it to be a zero chance but it's a non-zero chance yeah. that, that that person could also be my sibling yeah but because of the way the technology worked and and our yeah. genetic parent actually had a really good, it's helpful that she's well versed in this because mm-hmm. she had a good explanation about like why it's probably not like mm-hmm. why our sibling pot is probably finite finite yeah, it, it, yeah it's a little bit more plausible plausible I'd say. Yeah, yeah exactly um, I think my only advice to you was like, don't close the box. Yeah, you were like, we were talking don't about boxing it up. up and putting it Leave away. Leave it a jar. You were, like, you were like, I'm done with that. There's no more. It's and you're fine. like, no, no, and no I box. Like, Open I, it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't tie the knot quite yet. Yeah, and I'm like, just, but I bowed it. And I'm like, make it a <laughs> it's loose a pretty, bow. It's a pretty bow. It's a pretty bow, but just have loosen it up a little. Loosen it up a little bit, just in case, <laughs> you know? because that that could. You just mm-hmm. we we know mm-hmm. our industry well enough where it's just like we, yeah. we don't know we don't know yeah 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 and I, I because I don't like you know I don't live in fear of a ton of siblings just like coming out of the woodwork like if there are more we know that it's like a very small amount yeah. because of the way that egg donation worked yeah um and so I just like the the concerns that I have are I think really different from you guys yes. but also like the, like really I feel like I'm building the plane as I fly it with being egg donor conceived and navigating the world as an adult because I'm in that first generation there are so few people mm-hmm. 
who are egg donor conceived in the world. It's much, I mean, there are significantly less egg donor conceived people than sperm donor conceived mm-hmm. just by the nature yep. of the how conception. do we get sperm, mm-hmm. um, splitting sperm up, mm-hmm. shipping sperm around, Super yeah. easy. inseminating sperm. Like, it's just, it's such yeah. an easier prospect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Every time. Medically non-invasive. Right, exactly. It's their favorite thing. Every, okay. And every time, every time we talk to, to our genetic parent about it, she refers to it as them making a deposit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It cracks me up. But she's Morgan. doing it. She's doing it facetiously because yeah. she's she, so like I, I don't want to tell her story for her. Yeah. But like she's always said to like whenever whenever we've talked about kind of the more emotional side of like connecting and how that was for, for both of us. She's like to me what was so obvious is that you felt like you only had one shot here mm-hmm. to do this right. And yep. like I could tell that you had put so much thought and effort mm-hmm. into that initial message yeah. and that you felt like this was your only chance mm-hmm. to not mess this up yeah. mm-hmm. and it makes me so sad that mm-hmm. you ha- that you ha- were put in that position where yeah. you felt that way mm-hmm. and she also has said because Rachel's talked to her about about their experience yeah. with their bio dad sperm donor yeah and She's like, it is just unconscionable to me that like men go around making deposits and like don't really. They don't she's, care. She's like, all you wanted from me was a medical history, and that's like that is your right. Like she's she's yeah. really she's team DCP. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, she's really awesome. There's yeah. a donor conceived person um, that I, I I talk to, and th- like speaking of deposit, literally, mm-hmm. um, this their donor. Um, this was I th- believe this was in the 80s, mm. and. He, you know, they were like, you know, come in, you know, donate as much as you want. And they said, even if our bank is closed, because this was a bank, they were like, just deposit into a Ziploc bag (gasps) and put it through the mail chute and and we'll collect it. Ew! Wait! What? I'm I know. A, I'm upset. Was it just like a Ziploc baggie? No label, no name. Just boop. I mean, I'm sure it had like a label on it. I'm, I'm upset. Sure, That's I don't disgusting. know. But I'm sure I don't it know, did. Dude. No, it had to have like a label on it. Like, did hey, it? it was from, you know... <laughs> Number blah John blah Doe, blah. Yeah. You know John Doe number one, two, John, three, four. John Doe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and was but I and I mean I was sitting there scientifically, I was like, but the, the sperm can only last for so long. I was yeah, like, I was gonna like, say how does, how does it even work? Isn't the sperm but, gonna die because it's cold? I, I mean I'm sure there's a reason you don't hear about that anymore because they were like, That's not a that's an effective really method. Yeah, that's really but apparently in this bank in mm-hmm. the eighties mm-hmm. did allow donors to do that. Yeah. And I'm just like it's... every time we talk, Laura, you blow my mind. I don't like. I know that. every. I I really I love you, it's... but like I the information so is much not... fun at dinner parties. Well, that's okay? you're so that's to the dinner party. It's so that's what I said is like last year. So I I was like one of those kids who was like like an aspiring manic pixie dream girl like I wanted to be cool and like fun and carefree and quirky we were in that that, that's the early 2000s yeah exactly I like I wanted to be Zoe Deschanel yeah Yeah, like the prototypical manic pixie dream girl 500 days of summer and I was like I want to be unique I want to be quirky and then last year I finally had the story that nobody could get enough of Mm -hmm. everybody wanted to hear Mm -hmm. it I had a couple of friends that were like live along this journey with me Mm -hmm. where I was like updating them about what I was doing Mm -hmm. and like how it was going Mm -hmm. and they were like we are rabid for the next chapter and I had to remind them and like again shout out to my therapist Susan who who remind constantly reminds me she's like for everybody else it's a fun party story but this is like your your Mm -hmm. life it's your lived experience and I I was always really kind of 
careful with how and when I shared it. And so like when it, when you guys were like, oh, we should do the podcast. I was like, oh, I, I love the opportunity to like mm-hmm. get get to go on it like as a spectrum of yeah. conceived people and like talk and again, like talk about a story that like was it, none of this that happened was easy for everyone involved no, no, not at all. and every like everybody who was peripherally involved everybody who was directly involved like it made a big impact on all of our lives and it built our bodies it literally yeah, built I, our I, bodies. I, I, literally. I constantly because i i i get like what, what i get comments going like well actually how much did the donor conception really affect you like how much does it actually it's affect literally you? in it every cell of my body it is a daily every, thing it's, every single cell in my body is, is affected by, by this, by this. Like, it's, every cell, it's every cell it's every cell in my body and it's like when i look in the mirror like what yeah, oh like, yeah, when I look in the mirror, I go, "Who time. am I?" I mentioned this on a on a on a different episode mm-hmm. um, that I think will actually probably come out after this one. Oh. But, um, uh, but I I say like when it comes to like dinner parties, I actually or like parties in general, I try very hard not to actually ever bring up donor conception <laughs> because. Once you get me going, <laughs> no, I'm al- the same way. And also, I take over. I take over, but then also people are just like, oh, because either one or two things happens. I take over, mm-hmm. or people are just like, oh, tell us more, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, you don't want me to. Mm-hmm. You don't want me. You're gonna be sad. You're gonna be yeah, sad. This is gonna be bummer town. And again. Also, fun dinner party for anybody who talks to me. When I'm not on TikTok, when I'm not on Instagram, when I'm not on the podcast, mm-hmm. would I share privately? Mm-hmm. When I know I'm not getting fucking recorded, I share way more because I'm like the because I always say the worst fucking stories, the worst ones I've never told publicly yet mm-hmm. because those are for those are in works for other things right now. Yeah. Or there are are um, things that are just like, no, I can't. I can't. I can't mm-hmm. do that. Um and I, so like the shit that I will share at like a fucking party when people, because of course people know know me as like because i'm 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 a little on the aggressive side i don't know mm, what what i don't, I don't know what? Uh, i'm a little aggressive side and <laughs> I, I am and i'm i will say i can get very intense in real life and i think that that's a, you know i i can get very intense uh which i fully admit to mm. um part of this is just because of a subject i care about but like when i start in real life and i get those same comments of like yeah but like how much does this really impact you and you say that to me in real life i'm not gonna hold my face for that like and i have I'm, no poker face i'm like i can edit myself i'm like you're now getting unfiltered raw uncut unedited <laughs> laura yeah which is way fucking worse and i try and be really nice about it but if you push me too far mm-hmm. and and then I start going, oh, let me fucking tell you what mm. has happened to my community. Mm. And I will traumatize you mm-hmm. with the stories that I have never shared. And I will be like, no, 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 we're going to go how fucking deep it is. Mm-hmm. Look into my eyes. I have been changed by this shit fucking forever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and eye contact hurts me. I'll fucking die. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to nail into you. I'm just... going to nail into you. And you are going to care about this. And you're going to realize how fucked up this is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are going to, we're going to do this now. You're going to go on this yeah. journey with me. Yeah. And I promise you're going to be, cha- you will be changed. I mean, no one realizes it unless no. you're within the community. It's so no, true. Yeah. And I told this story publicly, like to a group that was like beyond just, you know, a dinner party setting for the first time to my coworkers because mm-hmm. we yeah. have these like, little passion share things and I was like I think I want to tell my story mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I basically I ended it with and I, I actually texted Rachel and I was like how should I like what's my angle here yeah. and I, there's so many angles you could do right exactly besides the fact that this is like objectively an interesting story mm-hmm. um 
I was just like, why should you care? And I, I said, I think that unless you know somebody who was impacted by this, it might not be an issue that's top of mind. And I would say that most people that I talk to like really don't understand that there are no regulations almost whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the most shocking part, I think. It is pretty shocking. Yeah. And I'm like, why don't we regulate? I mean, regu- the fertility yeah. fraud always shocks people. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lack of fertility fraud legislation. Yep. How I always kind of talk about it with people who are like, okay, but like, why should I care? I always say, one, it, it's going to affect somebody you know. The yeah. amount of people who use the fertility industry is an incredibly high number. You mm-hmm. just may not realize it. Mm-hmm. An incredibly high number of people do this. You also know someone who's donor conceived. They just haven't told you or they, or don't, they don't know, know or they don't know themselves. Mm-hmm. You absolutely know somebody. Um, it, it, and... On top of which, this absolutely affects you. Mm-hmm. It apps. I'm like one. The fact that they're making sibling pods of a hundred plus mm-hmm. affects the genetic diversity. Mm-hmm. They're allowing all these kids to get sick, mm-hmm. um, die, die. Um, not to get super dark, but uh, yeah. not to get super dark, but yeah, kids have fucking yep. died. Yep. Adults have died. Mm-hmm. Um, this absolutely affects the health and the wellness of our society, of mm-hmm. your town, of your city. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, you, yes, maybe maybe you yourself are not donor conceived. Maybe you're not a donor. Your brother might be a donor. Mm-hmm. And he may have never told you. And now his kids and your kids are at the same fucking school. Mm-hmm. And they're genetic mirroring with each other and have no idea what's going on. And mm-hmm. they're taking that as a romantic thing. Mm-hmm. And now they're fucking hooking up. So it's like, believe me, donor conception, gen- the lack of regulations, mm-hmm. absolutely the chances of it affecting you are very, very real. Mm-hmm. It's a ripple um, effect. Not to, uh, I literally got a message from somebody yesterday um, and I appreciate this message wholeheartedly, um, but a newer case of fertility fraud that has recently come out, mm-hmm. they, they were like, holy shit, shit i used to work with this person oh my god i'm 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 shaking right now i can't believe this and and i so feel bad for that i feel Mm -hmm. so badly that like that's something that they have to sort of sit with Mm -hmm. and it's like no this shit it's gonna creep up on you it will affect you in some way or another Mm -hmm. it absolutely will yeah absolutely and and it's just something that that unless it's brought to your attention yeah Mm -hmm. Like, why would you have thought about it? Like, I don't I don't fault anybody who's yeah, who's not thinking about it. But ultimately, you know, I think it's it's an important issue. And and I like to think that that hopefully the way that I tell my story and the way that the story has played out just like really is just a a nice (laughs) like (laughs) entree into the, you know, I think it's sometimes dinner party of life. Like, I mean, yeah. And it's sometimes easier to, to hear a story that while there is trauma and like yeah there mm-hmm. you know a lot of things were really hard you know it it does sometimes it feel like i i have so many moments where i'm like i cannot believe that this is how this turned out like mm-hmm. i'm i just like in feel a good way or in a no? great way no 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 in an, an abundantly grateful yeah. way and sometimes i think it is easier um to hear that story as a compliment to just like all of the really tough ones because yeah. like some, sometimes we just need a, a DCP palette cleanser and like, yeah. thanks. So that, <laughs> so that, so that we like all have the spoons to deal with the rest of it. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, great. You know, if I, if I can provide that for some folks, like that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm very grateful to everybody who was, you know, a main character, featured player, a non-playable character in this story. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, truly. um, 
And the other, so just just as like a little button, the other thing that I didn't get to tell you guys. Because we, we definitely need to, we've already, this is now already a two-part episode. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah there's already two like, parts. We definitely have to, and I actually yeah. have to leave for a show. That's okay. <laughs> I was supposed like a, to go anyways. <laughs> Yeah. We are, anyway. Yes. All right. Yeah. We we have to. Uh, so yes. Let, let 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 us button. We it can up. keep Final talking thoughts. for another three hours. I know. We right? really, really could. could. We really could. But like, yeah. yeah. Let, let's button it up. Yeah. Let's. let's uh, so as for, a- for as for for Rachel, we're gonna put a nice bow on it. Well, Thanks. so as, as gonna put a bow, you get to put a bow on this one. <laughs> Great! You get, I'm I get a bow. You get a bow. Mm. You get to, we get to put this on the shelf. Okay? Excellent. This one we get to do. This. Thank you. I feel You're like welcome. <laughs> That's a very nice firm handshake. handshake. I'm lefty. That's the funny part. <laughs> You got my non-dumb hand. Anyway, I feel I feel like the the next evolution for me was that I actually somebody reached out to me, mm-hmm. um, and we started talking because they were like doing research for their PhD. They mm-hmm. are donor conceived, yeah. and they wanted to interview donor conceived people. And so they they are not from the U.S. They're from a small country, um, a skin small Scandinavian country, mm-hmm. and they were traveling to the U.S. We became we did an interview. We became friendly, and I was like, "Would you ever want me to try to find your biological dad for you?" And they were like. Yeah, actually. And so, like, we went out to dinner one night. We got, like, you know, a couple of beverginos. And I was like, all right, tonight's the night we're doing it. And I went back to um, this person's house. And they were, like, I logged into, like, my heritage and ancestry. And ultimately, like, I found their biological dad. And and it was so – it was, like, such an experience for me to be, like – accompanying that person yeah. in that moment and like mm-hmm. to know exactly kind of how that felt um yeah. when when it when I did it for myself and then mm-hmm. to like yeah it w- and it felt like such a such an interesting evolution and it was so intense that's amazing and I was like yeah so so I was you know it just it felt good to be able to to help another person yeah. and and like if me telling my story gives like it one person the courage mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to take the step to to do a DNA test to talk to confront their parents mm-hmm. to have a hard conversation with with a parent to you know to to dare to want a relationship with their genetic parent mm-hmm. um to reach out to their genetic parent like all of these things like if if hearing that like it can work out mm-hmm. if you like dare to dream a little bit yeah. like if, if if that helps one person i'm i'll be really happy that mm-hmm. that i told this story i think yeah. also a lot of it is just giving permission yeah give yeah it's giving yourself permission. permission to to want something that you were afraid to want mm-hmm. um because i really think that that i couldn't a year ago couldn't have imagined how well things would have turned out mm-hmm. yeah no absolutely are there any rachel any final so- thoughts no, and I'm just sad now. <laughs> I tried I'm to just, end on a happy no, note. No, I like you ending on a happy note, but I'm also like, I know, I'm more sad because I realized that we are leaving soon, and that means we can't hang out today because I know you're going home. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, yeah, we live across the country from each other, yeah. but but it is nice. I do come back a lot. Yeah, so. I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, no, that's it. Just like, I like hearing your story because I feel like it's a nice, like, I know like you said it's a main course for me. It's like a nice side. Exactly. Like the mac and cheese. Yeah to my roast chicken yeah tasty side tasty very side. tasty very, very comforting tasty yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 good side dish good side dish <laughs> the mac and cheese the mac and cheese <laughs> what am i <sighs> candied yams okay that's a good side dish right i've never okay. had it but i like it in theory oh. <laughs> i can say you're stuffing <laughs> oh, I but don't that's like bread that. and that's mean <laughs> Why is 
that mean? I don't know. Wait, what? Yeah, like, what, I, how would you characterize, like, yeah, hearing Laura's, ex- I don't know. I feel I don't like. Know. I was going to say, like, you're kind of like a salad or something. But, like, I, no one's, that's it's, me. It's, well, yeah, because it's like. It's kind of nutty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ooh, yeah, like a nice. cranberry walnut salad. Like a haroset. Yeah. <laughs> haroset, that's it. You're haroset. My, my story. We're a Passover is, now. My, my, my story is funny. It's not comforting. Right. Then you're definitely a Passover site. <laughs> Welcome to the tribe. Well, I, because I, I think I told you all, I was, I, I was mm-hmm. conceived on Rosh Hashanah. Yes, yes. I know. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. It's, is there is there a, a traditional Rosh Hashanah dish? Apples no. and honey. Apples and honey. Yeah. yeah. I'm like round you round just challah. Do honey. Yeah. Challah, apples, honey. You want to have a okay. sweet New Year? Simis. Simis. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can be simis. I'll be simis. Yeah. Do you know even how to spell it? No. I mean, to be fair, it's a Yiddish word, so I like, it's really spell spelled. I can't spell it either. We'll, Sorry, Dad. We'll give you. We'll give you the. We'll the give you lowdown. Yiddishism later. <laughs> yeah. Ama- yes. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you both for coming on. This was amazing. This yeah. is obviously going to be two parts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we, we talk for so long. No, but I think this is also what happens when donor can see people get together. Mm-hmm. Is like we we just there's a lot of like yes, oh my god, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. There, there is a lot of that when we when we do, which is why again it is so important mm-hmm. that we we do find community, and I hope that donor can see people who do listen to this podcast i hope this was even though we can't physically hear you mm-hmm. um i hope this felt like you're chatting with some friends yeah i know for me like i met alex um on tuesday on tuesday <laughs> and it was an instant like okay yeah yeah and it was an instant like i, I don't want to like totally overspeak, but it was like a, just an instant connection instant yeah. friendship. i was like a girl that gets it yeah, yeah a girl that gets it and that has also been my experience with other donor conceived people as mm-hmm. soon as i've met them we just it's we're like, like an, yep we're it's an instant bond instant mm-hmm. shorthand mm-hmm. um and it's a club that we never asked to be a part of, but, but we're, we're, in, we're it. in it. Yeah, we yeah, really didn't, but we're all in it. And we're happy. You know, are we happy to be here? Sometimes <laughs> yes, sometimes no. But like, yeah. it's it's good to, it's just so comforting to not be alone. Yeah, it really is. And I do encourage donor conceived people. I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I want to respect whatever journey you're on. But even if like, you know, you, you're not interested in finding your donor, you don't want to take a DNA test, like whatever it is. I, <laughs> I really encourage you, though, find community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because even though you may think I'm totally like I've settled all of my emotions with it, just just go talk just a mm-hmm. little bit. Just just go. Nothing will hurt. And nothing will hurt just in case because I certainly thought I did. And mm. then once I found my community, ooh, did it mm. open up a box that I thought was also very nicely little yeah, right? sealed with I a mean, bow. I didn't think there was a community. No. At all. You know, like, whatever, kid, I didn't know we existed. I was no. like, I'm alone. Blah, blah, blah. I've gotten comment where i'm just like hey do you need community and the donor conceived person will write back going, what, like, community? what community yeah and i'm like there's a lot of yeah. <laughs> like we're fucking weird but surprise, surprise. so i hope <laughs> the, the elder donor... council over here yeah <laughs> the elder council so i hope for the donor conceived people who are hearing this please know that like i i when i had this when we had this like i i imagine you all here as well mm-hmm. and i imagine and i i look forward to when i get to meet you and we can have these conversations and just know that we we want to find you mm-hmm. we want yeah. to find community i yeah. love talking to donor conceived people i Same. love it yeah and hearing all of our unique stories and all of our oh my god me too's mm-hmm. um uh me too's in a good way yeah same here same here yeah and like uh, you know i'll say for for me like my dms are always open if people want yeah. like i i'm very very happy to share kind of the the 
the letter that I wrote. Yeah, our it's a really Karen good letter too. We you. work. No, it, that was a we. That wasn't a you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. It is a really good letter. But we went back and forth on yeah. that because we we're like, yeah. we needed to sound specific. We didn't want to like seem pushy. We yes. didn't want to yeah, like super specific. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. so like. And then there are a lot of, like, once you get tapped in, there are a lot of resources mm-hmm. that... We have a lot yeah. of resources. Yeah. Um, we really do. I mean, I, I would say they're they're not the easiest to find mm-hmm. if you don't know where to look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are still such a new community. Mm-hmm. So that is why, like, if you find a donor-conceived advocate um, or anybody who is, I would say, publicly talking about their donor conception story, mm-hmm. um, we will all point you into, like, kind of the same directions yeah. depending on what you need. We all know each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. We're a small community. We, are we all know each other. Oh, yeah. All of the advocates, anyone who's in the yeah. public space, like, we all fucking know each other. Yeah. Like, we we all know There's who's talking There's dozens of us. Dozens. Yeah, there's <laughs> dozens. Arrested uh, Development fans. Yeah. We, we really do. Yeah. We know. Like, yeah. it's it's all, uh, I, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and I speak to the advocates yeah. every fucking day. Yep. Every day do I speak to a, one of the advocates, at least. Mm-hmm. I'm going like, hey, have you heard of this person? Do you know what this person is? Who, do you, who's sponsoring this bill? Who's doing this? And yeah. it's like, it's like, we yeah, all know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just for the community, yeah. understand you you have community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're here. We're here. Yeah, we're we're fucking here, and yeah. we're not going anywhere. So like, if if you're not at the point in your journey where you're ready to access no. the community, we'll still be here. We'll still be, we'll here. Still be here. Yeah, yeah. Which is also really common as well, because some people need like a, some time to sit mm-hmm. with it for a yeah. while. And nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. You do yeah. that when you are ready. Yeah. Uh, but just know that your community is very very ready to fiercely hear you and mm-hmm. see you, and we'll fight. And we will fight. We yeah. will fight for you. Yeah. Yep. We're fighters. We're very stubborn. We're very scrappy. We, we are, are scrappy. We're very scrappy, scrappy and hungry. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, I'll leave on that. Let's let's do that. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Um if you would like to um if you want to uh, connect where is there a place where you would like people to find you yeah, all? Yeah, do you want to plug social? Do you want, is there anything for you all to plug or is there nothing for you Because your social to plug? has your name. Yeah, my social does have and my name And we're not doing it. that. I mean, you can, I mean, if, if this is, like, if you're putting a clip of this on TikTok, you can tag me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then, then where, where, okay, so where can people find you? I mean, I already plugged my socials last time, but I'm just <laughs> rshifty on Instagram, TikTok, okay. and Twitter, but no one uses Twitter. Yep, and I refuse to call it X. It's Twitter. No one will call it X. That is bull. No, it's fucking Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I have Twitter forever. I have to look up. I don't actually know where my. Oh, I think my. Do you my, not know your own username? I don't know my. T- I think my TikTok username is Ali or Alex, like A L I or A L E X. It's A. I should know it because I message you all the time. It's Ali or whatever. Yeah, it's <laughs> here. You're right. No, my my. Sorry, my TikTok ad does have my name in it, but you yeah. can you can tag me in it. Yeah. Okay. So but I'll be tagged in this. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> and amazing. Yeah. And all that stuff. Okay. Great. Well, amazing. Good job, team. Great. Break. Break. Go team. Go, Go team. team.